Welcome, everybody, to episode 98 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. My name is Jeff, and I'm here with Logan. Yo! Carlos. Buongiorno! Oh, no. And our favorite token Brit from across the sea, Steven. Zada! Oh. <laughs> yes, oh. I got someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, I had to. Yeah, man, you're good. I love it. These are, these are the best kind of intros when we've got that British accent going on. Oh, God. <laughs> our, down, our download counts just shot up. Yay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we talk about 2019 Anime Expo. This is a pretty long one, I guess, but there's a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff that happened. I really, again, time. as always, enjoyed the, the chat, guys. Yay. Mm. Good times. Good times yeah. were had by all, and you will hear about these good times as soon as we get into the episode. Does Jeff Indeed. enter Idle Hell? That's the big question from this cast, at least for <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah, like, no, just, does Jeff enter Idle Hell? Does Steven re-enter Gotcha Hell? Find out <laughs> next time on an all-new episode of Anime Arcade. <laughs> I love my voice. Give me the sound bites. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the episode. Okay, enjoy. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Since we have nitro boosted the server, I should say since you guys have nitro boosted the server, we have not had the issue with me cutting out as much. So I think maybe our previous kind of <laughs> guess that that might solve some of our problems might be accurate. Yes. And I mean, I have had a few, a few cutout moments for myself or, you know, I mean, Discord's never going to be perfect, but yeah, I mean, you're cutting out far less than you used to, so... <laughs> I, I get the impression, I mean, Discord's gotten so popular now. I mean, I just see so many people using Discord for business, for, you know, gaming like it was originally intended, for just friend circles, kind of like we do, I guess, and gaming to a certain extent, mostly gaming. But regardless, uh, I think there's just the servers are so overloaded and maybe this whole Nitro thing and getting the extended audio is really more that they're like prioritizing your space on the server a little more, possibly, which is worth it <laughs> yeah i mean eventually they were going to have to expand you know like the whole it, it's awesome that like the base the base package is is you know free for everybody like that's an amazing service but yeah like mm -hmm. we started up our discord just about when the site took off like before we yep. even had a podcast so i mean and it's it like you said it's ballooned since then so it only makes sense seen... for them to have like a service yeah, I've seen it being used for so many. In fact, I recommended it to my company. Even I think it would, you know, I think it is a really good tool for even kind of um, teams, like business working teams, to keep in touch. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, it amazes me that it's remained free uh, as much as it has. Quite frankly, because um, yeah, that's a lot of server space that they probably need to you know pay for. Yeah, but it's. They're they're getting the they're getting their money's worth now and and a lot of people are jumping on board so I don't know 
we'll we'll see where this Discord things goes, but uh, I'm much happier with it than I was with Raid Call, which is what we had before, yeah. um, which is what me and my group of friends had before Anime Arcade. So um, join the Anime Arcade Discord. So all of this talk about Discord, we haven't really had to use Discord for like about a week. Yeah, we we uh, we were actually all in person. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> um so yeah guys had a great time with you i really did i think it seems like every time we get together it, it's more enjoyable honestly and it amazes me that um we can all spend a week together and we don't get sick of each other at least i didn't get sick of you guys so um you know and we were literally practically sleeping on top of each other uh, in the living rooms so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was fun but no, it was it was a good time, and and uh, you know, for those of you listening in post, um, the timeline's going to get a little fucky with these episodes. But bear with us. This is after AX, mm-hmm. and we'll eventually have an episode before AX. It's coming out later, but don't don't worry about that. To be fair, kind of during AX, but yeah, before, yeah, technically before, technically before. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're I think maybe. A little bit, especially Stephen. I think at this point, and myself, who went to different time zones, I'm still kind of recovering, and we are like five days post at this point, four days. Um, <laughs> we were talking before we started recording, and it's just I don't think we've gotten a solid night's sleep since. And I think I'm still kind of on Pacific time because I'll hit like eleven o'clock at night, and I'm just not tired. I have to force myself to sleep. Yeah. Uh, so. It's uh, you know, I guess that's what happens when you spend a, a week in a different time zone. Just AX things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I kept... it, it's it's the time zone for sure, but it's it's also got to be like all the shit you get up to and all the walking you do and all that mm. stuff, and you're just beat because you're like, you took a week off of work, but then you went and did all kinds of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, courtesy of Fitbit, I looked at my Fitbit after AX, and I'd walked forty two miles. <laughs> during AX and that's we Ubered to AX so it's not even walking to and from it's literally just walking around the convention I walked 42 miles in the four days mm-hmm. and and part of that 42 miles was a slog through Artist Alley that left you pretty I won't say like maybe on edge uh, yeah. <laughs> did I look angry yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah I was like oh fuck <laughs> Jeff is pissed <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! It wasn't until we yeah. got food in you, and I'm like, okay, Jeff's back to normal. You're not, you're not you when you're hungry, Jeff. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not hungry. We should have no, gotten I, Snickers. I, yeah, I do have an issue. Kind of, I, I do get a little bit hangry, and I was probably dealing with that. But man, I was getting furious. Like Artist Alley is. Unfortunately, I wasn't, and I don't think any of us really got to experience Artist Alley this year. Um, because of the crowds in there, and this is kind of a problem for every convention. But man, oh man, it was. It was it literally standing. I, I sh- shuffling would be an overstatement of how fast I was going. <laughs> well, uh, before we before we get into you yeah know, that day, <laughs> let's let's backtrack because uh, uh, every story has a beginning, and ours starts on day negative one because um, that makes sense in anime uh, expo world uh, to have a day negative one. Episode zero. <laughs> yeah, oh, we have an episode, an episode negative one. Uh, the, episode the, which is uh, like essentially like the con telling us this is your prequel. Um, so, so day negative one, we uh, we fly in, uh, all four of us, 
at wildly different not not wildly different much better than last time but different man i I have to interrupt you for a second because that's so meta because technically we recorded a podcast that's going to come out later on day negative one so our prequel's coming out <laughs> before this episode. <laughs> so good. But anyway. Hey, hey, we're, 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 we're following in George Lucas's footsteps. We're putting, out, we're putting out this one now, and then we put out the prequel later. Just hopefully our prequels uh, are received better. But, <laughs> but anyway, we... Uh, back to Star Wars again, man. We were doing this at the con, uh-huh. dude. Anyway, uh, we... So we we all arrive. Uh, I I was the first to arrive. I come from San Francisco, so it's like a fifty some odd minute flight. It's nothing. Um, followed by uh, Stephen, whose flight arrived is like maybe an hour or so after mine. Uh, yeah. Then Logan, who how, how long after I picked you up did we wait for Logan? Not that long, right? It wasn't that long. It was about I think it was about an hour again. Maybe an hour and twenty. Yeah, yeah. And then we walked over to the other side of the airport to grab Jeff, which was maybe another hour. Yeah. So all told, it was just like maybe four hours, but it, it I don't know, it, it, it felt longer because LAX sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I, damn it. Take take two. Take Cut that last part. Take uh-huh. two. It felt longer because I missed my friends. Ah. Oh, <laughs> man. Shut that so up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, don't use take two. God damn uh, it. LA. I feel gross now. <laughs> They're both going in. No, that was cute, man. I, that, I, I love you, buddy. Uh, just, I'm going to have to wash myself and scrub a little yeah. bit. I'm, I'm, too, I'm too evil to be sweet like that. <laughs> You've been playing too much uh, Magia Records. I know, seriously. Now, like, I'm, I'm getting cavities with how sweet that game is. Anyway, um, so yeah, we, we all... God damn it. He's off the rails. Uh, so yeah, we we all we we joined. We got my bag, and no, wait, we jumped wait, in wait, an wait, Uber. Wait wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So we have to say so. So I landed first, and I notified the Discord, even though I knew everyone was in the air. I just wanted them to know that I I had arrived, so they knew that. So I said something to the effect of, "I made it here." Stephen arrives. And he says something to the exact same effect, like, I made it here. Logan, same deal. Just, like, really, we're all really bog standard, you know, like, I made it here. But then Jeff shows up. And I don't remember exactly what you said. I'm going to have to look it up. But, uh... But, we talk about it on the on the episode that'll come out yeah, next. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, did we talk about that? Okay, good. I, yeah, think, yeah. I think we mentioned it. Yeah. Okay, so I'll leave that for that. But yeah, yeah, that's that was uh that was something else. So so look forward to to Jeff's <laughs> Jeff's introduction to LA, like his, his Discord post to LA. Anyway, I'm sorry you you were saying like we we leave we uh, Jeff. Yeah, and then we spend an hour in uh, LA traffic in an Uber. Mm. Yay, LA. <laughs> you know, oh, to go it. like what four and a half miles or something ridiculous. I found Jeff's uh, arrival statement. Um, okay. <laughs> he said, "My long-awaited arrival has finally come. Soon, our powers will combine." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I wasn't even like I, I was in first class the whole flight, and I wasn't drunk because I was like saving myself for you guys. Oh, so. I appreciate that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One shudders to think what drunk Jeff would have posted. (laughs) (laughs) Something similar, just less understandable, probably. (laughs) Something more Chinubio. Um, So we we get to the 
Airbnb area and the the gentleman who was um gonna let us in unfortunately wasn't there so we had to go wait at chipotle for an hour with our luggage just kind of hanging out but i mean it was it was fun to kind of hang out yeah Yeah. Um, i think he was finishing the laundry and (laughs) and trying to find a coffee maker but (laughs) um but that we, we then we went and there's like a little there, like just around the corner from the Airbnb we stayed at was uh like this little grocery outlet, uh which is like a like a discount um grocery store, uh which was really nice because we picked up a lot of stuff for relatively cheap and for the rest of the trip we would make trips there and and get stuff, um <laughs> although we I think did, we saved a fair bit of money on that but yeah yeah for sure, um. But I think the guy might have looked at us a little strange because we did show up um, to the Airbnb <laughs> with two cases of beer and <laughs> might have been like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He actually said, uh, so you guys came ready, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then gave us the sp- gave us the spiel about how we can't party and yeah. make a lot of noise. <laughs> we're, we're, we're idle fans. The party never stops. Um, right. Which we'll get into eventually. Um. So yeah, he he finally shows up and and gives us the key to that lets us in. Uh, really nice place. Um, I'll have to uh to post a picture uh in this this one uh, so you guys can see uh, up on uh, animearcade.net, which you guys will hear all about later on. Um, and then we we immediately so so it, it's a theme for the entire weekend or week into weekend. Um, that every time we were in this Airbnb, we were either watching Nikonamas on YouTube or we were watching a love, love live live. Like very rarely <laughs> were we watching anything else unless like we had something on in the background, like we had, um, chilled cow on in the background or some yeah. other, some other form of lo-fi hip hop. Uh, kudos Logan. You were the one who usually had that on. That was nice. Yeah. Like background music. Um, and uh, that was pretty much it. I mean, like, like getting into LAX and all like the stuff was pretty tiring. I think we actually turned in pretty early that night, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But most of us were just we're we're done uh, by the end of the day that day. Um, uh, and and yeah, that that's when we could kind of go over our, like our sleeping arrangements. So <laughs> this was a one bedroom Airbnb with a like a, a decent size like living room, uh, and there was a mattress. A blow-up mattress, a couch, and a bed. And that night I slept in the bed and like I didn't need that bed. I I curl up into a ball and like went into the corner and pretty much slept there the whole night. Um and that was the last night I was in the bed. But those of us in the living room were pretty much on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, every single night I think I was there, I ended up crashing before you guys. And I would just the, the first night I remember just grabbing there was a cot kind of thing and for the cot was like a little roll a roll up thin mat mattress pad kind of thing um and i just remember being so tired i didn't want to set up the cot so i just rolled out the mattress pad on the floor and got a blanket and a pillow and i slept on that um and old habits die hard i guess so i just did that pretty much every other night (laughs) (laughs) fell asleep while you guys were watching you know the the, uh nico namas or the uh third live it's funny too because me and jeff are from warmer states and so, like you guys having the air conditioner on, like Jeff would go to sleep in a hoodie, but your your hoodie is pink. So I kept I kept thinking of like 
It, you ever you've you played Mike Tyson's Punch Out, right? Like you look like Little Mac going to sleep, like the, the, <laughs> the boxer from Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I saw, it, like every time I saw you like lay down, I'm like, oh fuck, Little Mac's going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, little little NES nostalgia for for those of you out there who are are well old. <laughs> putting the arcade in enemy arcade. Yeah, putting the arcade in enemy. Yeah. Wasn't that the name of one of our episodes? Um, probably. Probably. Uh, so yeah, uh, next day was day zero. Uh, day zero is um, like nothing happens in the morning. It's like everything's in like the evening, like the late afternoon evening. Um, so we woke up and and we actually had uh, had time to grab breakfast from uh, or to grab breakfast for Logan to make us breakfast because Logan was gracious enough to make us food uh, throughout the weekend. Yeah, yeah, man, and. Uh, we we had picked up the food or the the stuff for breakfast at the the grocery outlet the day before, which was uh, a really good idea. Um, so yeah, Airbnb kind of the way to go this time around, for yeah, sure. It was, it was definitely nice being able to just yeah not have to go spend a bunch of money at like IHOP or mm. Denny's or something right. like that for breakfast, but just yeah make some eggs. I think we I potatoes. think we ended up kind of you know I don't want to say we relaxed at this con, but I think overall we ended up being able to lay low a little more and kind of take things in a little more because we had a place to hang out mm-hmm. whereas a hotel is two beds and a tv yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. essentially if you want to if you want to watch or do anything like your only place to sit is a bed so um yeah so uh day zero after we had breakfast we went to the convention center to grab our badges i had already had my badge because i had mine mailed to me uh, however, uh, unfortunately for Stephen, they do not send it internationally. Boo! Um, <laughs> I, I can't imagine it would cost that much. Anyway, no, no, they're just lazy. Anyway, um, and then for press, you have to pick up your badge at the convention yeah. center so they can confirm who you are, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and then uh, I think we were, we we had meant to to kind of hang out for longer but we just we had lunch at uh at our favorite place uh the yard house which yeah. is just outside of the convention hall it's a nice place for beer and for some relatively cheap food um at least during happy hour it's relatively it's really cheap actually um anyway uh went back to the airbnb and this is when i think we we turned on third live for the first time yeah uh and and that was all kind of all downhill from there um <laughs> Yeah, we that those lives were on pretty much the rest of the weekend. Um, uh, we returned to the. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about this. We returned to the convention center <laughs> because it was time. It was time for us to like it, at six p.m. We were allowed to go in. Uh, Stephen and I had premiere badges, so that meant we got like you know the premiere swag bags, which are actually really really nice this year. Um, but. Uh, we were informed at the door. Uh, we asked, uh, you know, one of the ladies, like, how, "Hey, how do we, how does Premier and, and Press get in?" And she she pointed us to a door, informing us that Stephen and I were five hundred dollar gods, <laughs> 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 and we didn't need to stand in line with the peasants. <laughs> 
Which I appreciated. Probably yeah. we also we also game. didn't need to be reminded that we spent five hundred dollars on those tickets. <laughs> we really like like, like it, it was uplifting because I've never been called a god in my life, nor will I ever again. And it was <laughs> it was degrading because it's like fuck right, I did spend almost five hundred dollars on those fucking tickets. Yeah, she was very emphatic about it too. I mean, she was she's like, oh, you guys are the five hundred dollar gods. She almost I think gave a bow and everything. Yeah. Like she was. Uh... Well, she said she said something like, "You guys are the what did she call you guys as press?" Uh, Oh, um, I, don't I don't remember. I forget. She called you. It guys wasn't something. as impressive as five hundred. Yeah, no. Gods. And then she's like, "But these are the five hundred dollar gods. Like, you guys go over here. It's like, oh shit, okay. Like, <laughs> both, both, both uplifting and 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 degrading at the same time. <sighs> um, so we we went in. We got our swag bags. Um, just a quick rundown of uh premiere this year. If you're interested, uh, we got a really nice ball cap. Um, a very very nice water bottle which i'm really happy about because i needed a new one because my awkward one i don't want to wear out anymore um let me think a stand uh, obviously the brochure the bag it came in was really nice um i didn't spend any time in the premiere lounge this year <laughs> like not a second so nope. maybe not not as worth it but the swag bag was nice nicer than it's ever been honestly what is usually in the premiere lounge uh, it's just like, it's just like there's, there's like charging stations. There's a place to hang out, and a lot of the influencers go there, and they'll they'll like uh, sometimes they'll they'll even be signing autographs, so you don't even need a ticket. Oh, but nice. a lot of times, like like not a lot of times, they're just there to like shake hands and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, and like last year, they had the uh, they had a performance by the the maids from where were they from was it made dreaming uh made made dreaming yeah 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 they they got maids from the the like the largest maid cafe and uh they they did a performance and i think we yeah we were there for that 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 year um so they'll they'll do little things like that which is really nice like it's really cool if you if you're paying attention to like to twitter and stuff like that they post like hey so and so is going to be in the premiere lounge in like five and so you can get over there and, and you know if you really love that person or whatever yeah that's cool yeah, it's it's worth it in some senses, but it's definitely not this year for us because we did not at all go in there because we were always on the go. Um, although I guess that's worth it in a different kind of way. Anyway, uh, the first panel we went to for the convention as a whole was the Dark Horse uh, manga panel, which uh, I'll say right off the bat was impressive. Like the the uh, the host uh was impressive for the amount of knowledge yeah uh, solo had. host and and he clearly had been in the industry for a really long time he was dropping some really cool little tidbits about the industry and how the kind of revenue and the ar and the finances go through like publishing you know physical kind of books in the anime industry which i thought was really interesting <laughs> yeah I, I was i was supremely impressed by his his um i mean some of it was a I, I will say a little dry but um his level of knowledge like you you can't at mm. all question his level mm. of knowledge yeah. oh he was he was super dry but it it was interesting information if you could stay awake for it <laughs> mm. um so, yeah. A couple little notes I made about what he said is a, just little things that I thought were interesting. Um, they talked about when they released like the omnibus volumes mm -hmm. and how they usually will take a big hit on them originally because people don't buy them. But over time, they ramp up really slowly, but eventually become very profitable, which I thought was really interesting. And um, he also... <laughs> 
talked about how fate the fate zero um they haven't really been releasing anymore because they've basically figured out that all the profit that they've made from the fate zero books will be wiped out if they release another one <laughs> yeah which is shocking to me but i just i don't know how finance like that kind of financing works like i guess yeah like people peter out like there are some manga that i bought like the first few volumes and then it was like yeah i don't need to read any more of this so i have like i definitely have incomplete series but i, I wouldn't think it would be that bad but who knows um uh, a couple of um uh, announcements from that panel were uh, like these have already come out, but they're you know they're continuing. Uh, there was this really interesting manga called Emanon, um, uh, which Emanon. is just it's just was it like no name spelled backwards? Yeah. Mm. Um, about a, a a girl like a traveling girl in the oh, I want to say it was like the late 1960s or was Something it like 70s? That, yeah. Yeah, um, 60s. Which is like. Uh, a really, I a really fascinating time for manga because, like, I don't know, I, I I like stuff set in that in that kind of era because you get that like sixties to eighties where you you're getting the ramp up of technology, like transistor radios are making things like wireless for the first time ever, and and like all this great stuff is coming about, uh, but you still have like <laughs> rampant smoking because there's still you know cigarette commercials on TV and. <laughs> And uh, the use of, of pay phones. And uh, I, I'm i really interested to read it. And it looks gorgeous. Just like it, it looks yeah. like a, a gorgeous manga. Yeah, because it's, it's, really... it's all watercolor, isn't it? The, yeah. the style. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, the, the most striking thing to me was the detail on uh, Eminon's sweater. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It was just like incredible that. She has one of those kind of, I, I guess I, I always associate with them with Ireland, like those sweaters with kind of the cable knit on them, or huh. I don't want to say cable knit, but it's got that knitting. <laughs> in the manga, literally, he drew every line in her sweater, every frame by the look of it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 fantastic. And it, it looks great. It's a, it's it's an interesting sounding story. So and it's it doesn't sound like it's like um like you know anything super powered or it's just like a kind of like a slice of life but more i guess real i don't know yeah. i don't know how to explain it it just it looks really interesting and i i need to pick that one up um uh furthermore he announced uh some additions into the berserk series like they're they're catching up to uh the berserk manga where it is unfortunately i believe if i remember correctly berserk is one of those ones that that constantly goes on hiatus so you know if you're a berserk yeah. fan sorry uh but there are some really like the omnibus. They, the, he he had an omnibus there that was a prize. The omnibus for that, or the like the the special edition or whatever the hell it was, looked really really good. Mm. Like I would love to own a manga like that. Not like not berserk because it's like not really my thing. But like any if my, any of my other series like look like that, I'd be all over that. Um, yeah, it was gorgeous. Uh, he actually gave one of those away too. Yeah, and, yeah um, he gave the second so. second volume away. Which is a which is a clever ploy to get them to buy the first one. <laughs> they always do that. They give away the second volume. <laughs> um, and and finally, he he announced a bunch of uh, additions to the Danganronpa series, which another series that I think looks like the the art style is very unique, and and I like the art style, but uh, not my thing. I mean, it, it might have been if I had gotten into Dong Danganronpa early, I might have been more interested in it, but. I don't. I don't want to play through that many games and read that many stories. No, thank you. Um, 
But for all of you Danganronpa fans out there, and I know there's a lot of you out there, <laughs> there's plenty more manga coming. So enjoy. Uh, anything else to say about uh, about Dark Horse? Yeah, I won the raffle. Did you? <laughs> yes, I oh, won yeah? uh, the Near Automata. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guide. I forgot you, you won that. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, yes. Day Zero was you... so long ago. Yes. I I used all my luck up on Day Zero. Well, I mean, you yeah. like none of us had any luck, so I'm glad one of us had any luck. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's right. You you did win the the Near Automata. Uh, guide like visual was, guide yeah yeah that was that was uh put out by by dark horse yeah congrats um yeah man i totally forgot about that yeah <laughs> zero such a distant memory at this point but yeah that was cool that you uh that was literally our first panel and you won something <laughs> to, to be honest i forgot about it until i unpacked it today <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad it's too bad you didn't save that luck up for the the okobo uh live draw uh, so you could have gotten the excalibur I know drawing uh that would have been great anyway but then i don't like the jonkin uh tournaments anyway anyway <laughs> uh next up was the jazz panel which was an 18 plus panel which meant we all had to go get 18 plus wristbands because they were going to be talking about some uh hot and heavy uh visual novels uh this is run by the um peter payne the the founder of jlist uh, who also i believe runs jast um, which is a, I kind of think of it kind of like as 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 a uh, a steam just for for visual novels and sure. Aerogay. yeah. Uh, even though a lot of those visual novels and Aerogay are on Steam, um, but uh, they did some, uh, they had some announcements for this one. Uh, I, they you know mostly they just talked about what Jast is and all that good stuff, and but then they did get into um, some announcements. Um, the one that stood out to me was AU Sankey Gold, yeah, um, which is a continuation of the uh, the Arrow game that's loosely based off Civ. So, if you like conquering other nations, because you're definitely not going to win this game with a a science victory or a culture victory, no, uh, you you got to get into conquest mode. Uh, but on the plus side, uh after you conquer the country the the leaders of the country who are all female are very amenable to your wiles there you go we're, we're gonna put that pg-13 <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um so yeah uh Eusenki gold if you haven't played Eusenki yet i think this is a continuation so you're gonna want to get the original uh to play this next one um there were also some Monster Girl games that came out that I was interested in. I, I don't recall the names. I'm sure I'll see them in because I have I subscribe to the the Jast newsletter. Um, any any other uh, yeah announcements stood out to you guys? So so the one that stood okay. out for me is uh, Magikoi Magikoi, um, mm. which got announced at Anime Expo 2017, and oh, wow. it's all it's almost there. <laughs> Finally, yeah. it's almost yeah. there. Um, that was so the I think, one he said, like, you guys thought we forgot about this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think they're, they're finally taking pre-orders now. Is that the one where they're missing voices? They are missing voices, yes, which is yeah, a shame. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it sounds like they've got all of the main character voices. Um, yeah, well, and and the, the I will say the, the special edition for that one looks incredible. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
But I have to say, as far as merchandise goes, the Jast panel was probably a highlight for me. Um, as far as announcements and everything, there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff that they announced that I thought looked really interesting. So, oh yeah, um, and Flowers uh, episode three or whatever they're calling it, season three. Um, so for those of you into Yuri, yeah. that's a fantastic, fantastic mm. Yuri uh, visual novel. Um, I need to finish part two, but I'll get there eventually. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was, that's pretty much it for day zero. Day zero was pretty short. Uh, this year we didn't have, it didn't, day zero didn't have to contest with, uh, an awkward concert. So, um, we got out of there pretty quick. Uh, we left, went to, uh, back to the Airbnb and had McDonald's for, for, for dinner because it's cheap. <laughs> Um, oh, because it was also late and there wasn't much open to that nah, point. Yeah, that's true. Well, I liked it because it was cheap. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Can't knock that. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we actually that night we finished watching Third Live. Um, we, we had, uh, we, we finished oh. watching all the solos and, and we finished watching Third Live. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely glad you guys got to see, uh, Anchan's Miracle Wave. Um, yeah. Which is just, uh, it's so good, and like her reaction afterward, it it's great. Um, and then all the solos, which are equally great, and I wish they'd play them here in America. But yeah, and then like we watched that well into the night. I'm sure the neighbors could probably hear the sounds of of idle music drifting down the halls. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, finished that up, and then we uh, hit the sack that night. Uh. Next day, day one, uh, we got up and uh, we kind of just immediately went to the uh, exhibitor hall because this year, God damn it, we were going to get that extra hour uh, in the exhibitor hall like we're supposed to get. <laughs> However, this was probably my biggest gripe of the con, and it's the gripe of a lot of people, not just premier fans, not just exhibitors, not just press, but just about everyone else, like every four day, every one day, or you know, however many days you had your badge for, in in line that day has a story to tell about day one being absolute ass. So this is ours. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So we got there early, uh, really early. Like uh, the doors were supposed to open for us at eight, uh, premiere fans that is, and we we're supposed to get in <coughs> and have uh, enough time to line up, and then they would. After lining up, they would let us into the exhibitor hall uh, for an hour uh, because we spent fucking five hundred dollars, and uh, and we would be able to you know have that hour to walk around mostly unimpeded, uh, getting what we you know needed slash wanted mostly wanted. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the there was only one line for exhibitors as well, and they lined up the exhibitors with us. And the exhibitors didn't show, like, a lot of them. A lot of artists and exhibitors did not show up at the designated 7 o'clock start time for them to open up their shops. And so because there was one door for both of us and two lines, like, one line for them, one line for us to even get in, uh, a lot of exhibitors had on-man booths, and a lot of us didn't make it into the exhibitor hall what time did we make it in, Stephen? Uh, quarter past nine, I think. Yeah, so so well into our hour. 
Uh, I, and when we got in, so for those of you who don't know the, the, um, LA- so just to be clear, you guys were supposed to get in at nine and everyone else was supposed to get in at 10 or was it? We were, we were, meant, we were meant to get in at eight. Yeah. Like we were supposed to be in there at eight. We were supposed to be able to line up at like any time between eight and nine. And then we were going to be let in at nine to just kind of, you know, walk around for a, a complete hour. Yeah. Be the, get the first kind of get the first, you know, right claim on any of the stuff in the exhibit. Right. right. This is what happens when you pay $500 for a con, supposedly. Um, however, uh, again, well, like our entrance uh, for Premiere was on, uh, I want to say, like, what, the east side of the building? I think it's east. It could be west. Either way, uh, it's on one. It's on one end of the building, and the LA Convention Center is huge. Even this, like this main hall, is humongous. So, eventually, me and Stephen get in. Stephen and I, good English. There we go. Um, <laughs> we get in, and we um, uh, we're on one one end of the building, and they tell us we have to go all the way around and by this point by the time we get in they've started letting general attendees line up in the main hall so we have to fight our way through a wave of general attendees to get up to the other side of the the hall uh which if you're facing it from the front it would be the right side um to get in so like i and like i make it like I, i go over really quickly but this was a clusterfuck it took so long to get in because of this one security checkpoint. And there, mind you, there are multiple entrances to this building. Like a few more security checkpoints would have done wonders for this convention. Um, well, I think just because I think we're moving past the security thing, they made changes later. But yeah. the security company that they hired um, this year clearly were being, in, in a way I appreciate this, but with the amount of attendees, they were being very strict they were making you empty your bag look into all the pockets inside and everything so each person going through was was having to wait you know quite a while to get in uh, to get searched and uh when you're trying to let a hundred thousand people in or fifty thousand people or however many people showed up on day one hundred and ten thousand well maybe not (laughs) on day one itself but yeah overall con con attendance when we i mean it just took forever. And of course, what you mentioned getting through because the exhibitors, they're bringing suitcases full of stuff in. So Yeah, so they had to open everything to get in, which made it go even longer, which part of that, yes, is very much on the exhibitors because on their badge and on the signs everywhere, it says exhibitors, entrance, 7 a.m. If you want to sell stuff when doors open, you should probably have started setting up at that time. Um. But at the on the same token, the con very much could have had a separate entrance exclusively for exhibitors, and they didn't. And instead, they fu- they tried to funnel us all through the door. Now you guys have a different story. Yeah, yeah. So we were able to cut the line pretty much because we were press. Um, it still took us forever to get in there, but we got in before you uh, into the convention center but not the exhibitor hall because we were still denied access until like just before um general attendees could go in um so jeff and i managed to get in and we were trying to i don't know get into an area where 
press should be allowed in, but the security people kept telling us no. Um, and so we were persistent, and we tried like three different entrances, and finally they let us. Yeah, so up. like, yeah, we went down and around and up where like the premier people went to go get in line for uh, uh, entrance into the exhibitor hall. And the security lady over there was like, oh, yeah, press this way, this way. And we were like, okay, great. Finally, someone who actually seems to know what's going on here. <laughs> um, and we thought that they kind of let us into an area that maybe we weren't supposed to be in for a while. Um, but it turns out that we got to see something cool that we weren't necessarily expecting to see. Yeah. Yeah, we got to see the ribbon cutting ceremony. Uh, right in front of the exhibitor hall. Um, and we were genuinely probably some of the handful of press that were up there because I unfortunately think a lot of press got held up by the security people. Uh, yeah. We seemed to find the one that seemed to know what they were doing and let us through. And uh, we, yeah, we, <laughs> it was a really, really cool moment. We got to see um, the, uh, the ribbon get cut and the convention begin and i feel terrible because i don't know the guy's name but the the creator of street fighter and uh, uh some other yeah guy. another just, guy just, just call him the creator of street yeah they, they kind of <laughs> we actually that's what most people are gonna know we actually have it up on our instagram uh that picture which was a good picture good job jeff <laughs> yeah thanks man well yeah i actually i got lucky enough with my cell phone to capture a picture of the ribbon actually being cut which i was pretty excited about but um <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was a cool moment. Uh, actually, spoke with kind of one of the people who was the head of the event organizing there as well, and uh, she potentially is going to get us in touch with some people for some maybe podcast people uh, or interviews in in the future. So look forward to that. Maybe yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, and we actually we have a few pictures. We've got we actually I think we have a picture of Logan, uh, you standing in front of like the. Oh, and see, yeah, in front of the general attendees. Yeah, yeah, it's a good picture. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, so like uh, by this point, um, Stephen and I are are finally in the exhibitor hall. Um, the Bandai Namco booth was, or no, I'm sorry, not the Bandai, the um, Bushy Road, the Bushy Road booth, which we we were excited about uh, up until we saw the line. Uh, yeah, the the line was already capped by the time we got there. Um, like even with uh, what do you call it, premier attendees, it was already capped. Um, the Bandai booth was handing out like time slot tickets that we had to get. Uh, so pretty much right off the bat, like all the stuff that we were planning to to hit first, you know, to to get out of the way was already just jam packed with people. Um, but I mean, we ended up uh, being able to get in line now. It didn't take very long for the uh, uh, actually no I take that back because uh, while uh, we were still on our premiere hour we we actually went to the J list uh, booth right yeah yeah I think that was at that point um so uh, we we hit the the J list booth and me and him both got tickets uh, to get an autograph signing from uh, uh, Kaho Shibuya. Um, who is now a uh, like a cosplay model, a uh, former uh, AV actress. There you go. We'll put that diplomatically. <laughs> uh, and I, I really but do. How did, uh, Steven, how did your mom 
put it when you show. She seems show like that. a very nice girl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she, she's very nice. She is. Uh, she's super down to earth. Uh, but yeah, AV actress. Uh, and actually, that's uh, Kaho Shibuya for those of you who want to look her up. Yeah, she's her Instagram's fantastic. She cosplays a lot. I actually very recently, um, today, as it were. Uh, she tweeted out that she'll be doing voice acting for um, Arrow OVA. <laughs> so I'm very much excited to watch that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll see what her voice acting chops are like. I'm excited. A PSA, though, her Instagram is very uh, not safe for work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she doesn't get, you know, naked, but yeah, she, she does like to jump around and she's um, well endowed by our Lord. <laughs> so so yeah uh we 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 pretty much uh, went over there and bought because i mean we just seen the jazz panel of course we were excited for jazz stuff or jayla stuff um and their their booth in the 18 plus area was awesome um and they i love i love how how excited they're because they their their staff is japanese and they're always excited to to talk um about uh arrow arrow stuff like just hentai and, and arrow gay and like it's it's like it's not something they could talk about in the open <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> but here it's like we're americans we don't give a shit if we're perverts um so long yeah as- you you said that last year right like the these japanese kind of people in the industry that you know that do hentai or arrow gay they they don't ever get the opportunity to sit in front of a crowd of cheering fans over their work right i mean over in japan i, I mean they like they I guess they do and they don't, but you know, you see those, you see those, uh, I don't know if they have panels, but like whenever you see them doing signings and stuff like that, cause they will have, uh, signings for, for like, especially arrow manga. And like, I think Boshi said, uh, like his first arrow manga he ever did when he, when they announced he was going to do a sighting at a bookshop, the line was like around the block, but people go to those signings, you know, wearing masks and, you know, like the, you know, the, <laughs> and like, very much trying not to be seen, you know, doing what they're doing. Whereas, I mean, granted, in America, it's um, I'm not going to say like, you know, we go and wave arrow manga in people's faces because a that would be rude and b that'd be extremely stupid. But um, there's less of a stigma, especially when you're at a con specifically for that. So, like, yeah, cheering fans. I mean, you you heard you heard the the cheers and and stuff at the oh, 18 yeah. plus panels you can tell you can tell these people this is the one time of the year that they get to be open about the things that they love yeah absolutely um anyway we're getting ahead of ourselves but yeah so so we went and 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 bought our jazz stuff and and by that time it was time for us to get in line for our time slot at the bandai booth the bandai booth this time around set was selling the uh the love live um concert merch which we were all excited about because well the concert was coming up the next day. So I got in line and we lost each other instantly. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did we lose each other so quickly? I, I like, have no idea. So, yeah. Like you guys. Well, first of all, we, at this point, Jeff and I were able to get into the, into the uh, exhibitor hall rather. Um, and we got separated like almost immediately looking for you guys. Um, and then I don't know. Jeff disappeared forever, and I couldn't find him. And then yeah, you guys got like split up in the uh, Bandai line for the Love Live merch somehow. 
Um, yeah, yeah. We were standing together, and then like people got in between us, and like poor Stephen was like, <laughs> he he got he got part put in the part that like wrapped around. I I tried to get him in to like cut cut like in front of me. I'm like, yeah, just get in front of me, man. And but he was like, no. And I'm like, all right, well. Yeah, you ended up way behind Carlos Stevens. Yeah. yeah, I know. I didn't realize you guys started in that line together. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what, where, where did you go, Jeff? What were you doing when the, we got separated? I know you got your ticket for Bandai, which you never ended up using. I don't remember how we got separated or why. I think we just decided, maybe you had decided you were going to wait in one line, or I decided I was going to wait in a line, and we split yeah. up from there. But um. I ended up going to the booth that sells all the kind of old or vintage idol stuff. Oh, retro. Nice. <laughs> and that's where I got my Muse Final Live t-shirt and um, a diatel. Nice. Yeah. Like for, for those of you who um, who like go to cons, I, it's not they're not at every con, I don't think. But it's a it's a, a booth that's called Retro Cycle. Uh, check them out if you get a chance because if you're into idle stuff, uh, any idle stuff or just music, like and they even have games and stuff like that. Like this place has a absolute ton of stuff that you really can only find in Japan. Like they have they had photo books there. They had a lot of the um, the Aquars, My Girl uh, photo books and stuff like that. Um, uh, figures, uh, CDs, obviously, like a ton of Nesso berries. If you if you're looking for they came well stocked on Nesso Berries yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, they had the they had the um the Love Live, the Muse subgroup Vita games. And those are those are kinda hard to find. So yeah, a lot of good stuff. Uh I think Steven, you have you went there and got some stuff later on too, right? Yeah, I got some first live stuff later on in the con. Right. Yep, so so did I. Went and got a towel and another t shirt. <laughs> Um, but so so steven and i we eventually got through the line and uh because we didn't want honestly it was mostly just laziness on on, on my, i didn't want to wait for you guys in that line i did uh, not i get it yeah i so we i ended up getting logan's uh concert stuff and you know he got me back and and uh steven ended up getting jeff's concert stuff <laughs> which Put my total at something like over four hundred dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "This is what I do to myself," <laughs> because I can't even say that like a lot of it wasn't even really Logan. Like, even without Logan's, it was still like it was still near three hundred dollars worth of merch. <laughs> I was reasonable in my purchases. Yeah, I was not. <laughs> so, um. Also, the, the also the Bandai queue was where we missed or didn't feel our first earthquake. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess. So you guys didn't feel it or notice it at all? I didn't feel or notice it in the slightest. Okay. Didn't feel a thing. So, yeah, while you guys were in that line, I uh, Carlos had mentioned that uh, Ajulaine had a kind of a, an area set up for their PlayStation 4 game that they were demoing. So I went and... Uh, tried that out and uh, it was fun. Um, oh, you I, got to play that? I didn't I realize did, you yeah. got to play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, it seems similar in a lot of ways to um, like the what I imagine the Conclay arcade game is like and uh, the Fate Go arcade game is like. 
Um, okay, you know what? That's where I think we got separated because I remember standing there looking at that game with you, and I might have just told you at that point I wanted to check out yeah. that idle booth, and then I'd yeah. be back, and then we got yeah. lost. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went and uh, tried that. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I hope it comes out in the West. Uh, the guy I was talking to didn't really know, um, so who knows? But in the middle of that demo that I was doing, um, I didn't know if I was just getting really dizzy all of a sudden or if the kiosk that I was playing at just was wobbling really bad. But all of a sudden, things were just kind of very disorienting. Um, and turns out, yeah, the convention center was hit with like a, I guess that one was a 6.1 earthquake, um, which was pretty wild because it, it lasted for a little bit. And uh, that was the first time I've ever experienced an earthquake. So, yeah, we were, Steven and I are just, we're, we're way too focused on what we were going to get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, it's amazing because I don't know where I was when it happened, but I did not notice it at all. I was too busy swapping cam badges. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We were in the line there looking at that girl's can badges yeah. and doing the grading. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, here we, we got through uh, an earthquake. Um, and uh well eventually after we got through the bandai queue i think we were also we were also damn tired of being amongst like the throng of people um that yeah. we left um and we, we we went and got some lunch at uh, at the yard house you're gonna hear that a bit uh, <laughs> so uh, this is a trend <laughs> we went and we got some food at the yard house had some beers and uh and came back for Actually, no, we didn't come back. We didn't come back to the convention center. We went to the, ah, uh, hell, what's that? Um, uh, JW. Yes, the JW Marriott, which is where they were hosting uh, the premiere of Lord Elmoloy's Case Files, episode one and two. Yeah. Um, which was a fun little panel. Um, who'd they have there? I think they had like two producers there. So, uh not terribly impressive on the guest front, but still it was, it was cool to see uh, the, the show, you know, like see the premiere. Like I think episode two just came out today. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a good show. I like the, the, the further world building of the, of the fate universe and, and please give me more. Yeah. Definitely uh, a different kind of fate show. To yeah. Be sure. Uh, we'll see how dark it gets. No, <laughs> no, uh, uh, no Holy Grail War. So don't have to contend with that. But yeah, um, it's like the ele- it's like the anime version of Elementary. Hmm. The uh, yeah, yeah, Sherlock Holmes spinoff that they did. Uh, <laughs> they 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 probably could do an ele- el- uh, an anime version of elementary using fate goes sherlock holmes who just came out (laughs) (laughs) give us our fucking money dw (laughs) sponsor (laughs) sherlock holmes on gotcha now um anyway anyway, yeah let's let's not let's not turn uh, let's not turn ourselves into complete shills we're we're already shilling for no money um anyway uh, (laughs) so uh so i think jeff you decided to to walk around and um logan you left to meet up with him but uh steven and i stayed and uh stayed in the same room because uh after the lord el malloy case fails was the uh, bondori and review starlight panel 
Um, this one uh, was uh, the the two guests were uh, Aimee and um, I just lost it, Stephen. Uh, Kudo Haruka. Thank you so much, Kudo Haruka. Who, um, uh, both of them, both of them are in Bang Dream, uh, but yep. Kudo Haruka is also a part of uh, Review Starlight. So uh, we got to kind of just like honestly just witness them on stage, which they're just a lot of fun. Aimee is, is always fun <laughs> to watch. She's just yes. all of ridiculous nonsense. Um, and to, uh, if I remember correctly, the um, the announcements from that panel were that they're bringing uh so they're gonna they're gonna be at charter expo uh which we yep. already kind of knew uh but oh who was coming to charter expo as well so I, they I announced mean, yeah they announced that imi was going to be at charter expo mm. and that they're going to do the um uh the thing that we saw at sunshine city uh in in uh Ikido yeah Kuro. uh it's like um it's like a a bang dream and review starlight festival like they both have their own names but it's all just one big festival and it's a thing where i'm sorry they're doing this at char expo uh steven and i got to go to it very briefly uh, uh in japan this last time we were there but it's it's a festival where they like they have like talk shows with the girls where you know people can can you know watch you know live in person uh they have like various uh how do you say this like stands with the girls like guitars and instruments and and their um their costumes you know for the different lives uh they have like a bunch of a bunch of stands and then they have they have like these fun like little games like uh in japan they had one that was like mahiru's home run challenge where (laughs) you try and beat other people at like you're playing Mahito and you're you're hitting a I forget what it is you hit something like a baseball, um, like she does in in that one episode of the anime. Um, so there's like little mini games like that, and then I there was also a tie in with uh with uh the Bang Dream uh, uh mobile game where like there was a um like an augmented reality type camera thing that you can use on certain stands and it would get you something. Um, I I don't have Bang Dream JP, so I I didn't get to use that. But I'm hoping that that they bring a lot of what they had in, in the Japanese event mm. to the American one. But all we know for right now is that they're bringing an event, you know, that's supposedly very similar uh, to Char Expo in December. Um. Oh, they also they also named the mascot for char expo because char expo has its own animated mascot uh they named her matsuri which steven and i were pretty uh <laughs> pretty yeah. met on we're like eh, really matsuri yeah. her name's festival phenomenal and that's um, the only one that 300 people could have come up with it was good enough yeah yeah and then Aimee knocked over the stand <laughs> yeah because <laughs> of course she did yeah, <laughs> yeah. um Unfortunately, they didn't play their guitars that were on stage. I was kind of sad by that, but mm. but I mean, they weren't hooked up to anything. But yeah, like if if you have time and you're interested in in Bang Dream, uh, uh, online on YouTube, much like Aquas and Ikonamas, there are like Bang Dream type you know cast events, 
and the the girls of Bang Dream are a lot of fun, especially Aimee, who <laughs> routinely talks about her uh, her enjoyment of being uh, able to what was it like play Bang Dream because was it something like she gets like, she gets <laughs> she gets loads of uh, cute girls. There you go. Yeah. So Aimee's <laughs> a, a woman after after every uh, idol fan's heart. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was that was a fun one. Uh, what did you guys do while we were while we were at that uh, uh, panel? Yeah. So while you guys were at that panel, we had the incredible opportunity to go participate in a group interview with a few of the girls from Aqua of Love Live Sunshine fame. <laughs> um, I I think just I don't think I appreciated how. Uh, privileged we were to have this opportunity until it was over quite honestly and um i really hope and we'll talk about this a little bit but i hope we have the opportunity to do it again because uh it was really wonderful (laughs) yeah it was um i'm just gonna slot the audio for uh the group interview that we have uh in right after our little discussion here but uh it's not great audio but i think uh, people who are interested in uh you know that interview will enjoy it nonetheless but yeah i i just wanted to like you know say huge thanks to um i guess bandai namco was the ones that kind of put it on mm-hmm. um and particularly a uh a woman named riku yeah but like you said huge thanks to um yeah to the people who made this possible yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think too many too many fans of Love Live have the opportunity to be so close and and have such kind of a I don't want to say an intimate setting, but it was it was a, a relatively intimate setting. Very yeah, few people were in there. Yeah. Um and we had the opportunity to to present questions to them and and they I thought in, in general gave some some really interesting answers and uh were really down to earth and really friendly and cool um much more so than I would have expected them to be before uh we did this so yeah. it, was, it was really it was awesome yeah uh the three members that we got to interview were um Kinchan who plays Hanamaru uh Anju who plays Chika and Aina, who plays Mari. So um, we were kind of curious about like who they would throw in uh, for this interview since they said there was only going to be three. Looks like they decided to go one from every year and one from every subgroup. Um, but yeah. So here's the audio for that. Enjoy and uh, stick around for the rest of the con after you're done with that. questions uh so treat them well they'll treat you well as, as possible sorry did you have a question no. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so ah yes would the ladies like to introduce themselves to everybody okay, 
I think the secret is to have fun from like performing or acting and such. So if I'm having fun, I'm sure like that would spread all over you as well. So. Thank you. <laughs> So, um, as Love Live Sunshine has ended for now, but Aquas is still going strong, I'd like to know how you felt you've all evolved as both performers and people since the conclusion of the series.
like for example, like you know, coming overseas and having a performance all over Japan or in overseas countries, and we would love to grow even more. Do you have a favorite memory from working on the movie um, or something that makes you smile from when you worked on the movie? Um, thank you. Um, thank you. Um, thank you. Um, thank you.
オーバーザレインボーで虹をテーマにしてこう私たちはその虹を飛び越えてあの急に手を取り合って前に進めてその先の未来へ向かえたのかなとすごく思ってます。So the biggest challenge for Aqua would be finding Aqua's original path. Um, so finding our original path was, yeah, it sure was hard and challenging. And also it was hard to find our own shine. And that was our biggest goal for this group. Um, but as for the movie states like Over the Rainbow, I think at the end, Aqua could hold each other's hands and jump over the rainbow for the brighter future. So that was the biggest challenge. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, let me see. Uh, hi, uh, Sabin uh from the Fandom Post. Um, my question is, so the fans are very excited to see all of you again uh, perform at uh, Anime Expo uh, for the concert. Uh, do you have a memorable experience uh, from any, any of your previous visits uh, to Anime Expo or to Los Angeles that you want to share with us? <笑>じゃあまず皆さんがまたロサンゼルスに戻ってきてくれてすっごい嬉しいです。で、えっと、今までロサンゼルスに何度か訪れてると思うんですけど、ロサンゼルスまたアニメキスコで気を印象に残
<laughs> and she always gives me power and energy every time I play this character. And she also taught me uh, how to be kinder, nicer to others as well. Or if you want to hear all of you, want to hear the answers one by one. Yeah, they can they can each answer one by one if we want them to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Okay.好きなものを貫き通すっていう彼女の力と輝きと目にはものすごくいろんなインスピレーションをもらったし彼女の目から目からすごく見る景色だったりとかあの相手のことを思いやったり考えたりすることっていうのはすごくインスピレーションをもら
でそれが私たちアーカーにとってはすごく大きなもう感動めちゃくちゃ感動したすごいサプライズだったのでそんなあの優しい心を持たれた皆さんにあのまたこうやって会いに来れて今回 2days のライブさせていただけるのですごく嬉しいです。So personally, this is my third time to visit Los Angeles. And、um, frankly, last year we even had a solo concert. And the impression of Los Angeles is like people are always like so nice, warm, and welcoming.、Um, as, and also, as for last year's concert, I think as a surprise, when we performed Yuki wa doko ni, Kimi wa doko ni, they even made a nine card rainbow <laughs> <laughs> as a surprise. And we were so touched by it. We, were, like, we didn't expect to see that. So, so we were so happy. So that's why we are even more happier to come back to Los Angeles again to see everyone. Thank you. Thank you. On this side, right here in the middle. You got your hand up, Grace. Konnichiwa! Oh, sorry. What outlet?
I think mine is thrilling one way. Um, it's such an energetic song that we can hype up with the crowd together. Like I think it's really exciting song from the beginning until the end. What outlet are you from? Each of you are from a, from a different year. I will say in, in your own words, describe what is the most endearing part of being in the year you're in. So can you write your oh, um, Sorry. Can, um, can I have each of them describe like, what is the most enduring quality of the year that they're in? So each of them are from a different year. で、皆さん一人一人学年が違う学年にいると思うんですけど、その学年の学年で表す、もうチョイスみたいな感じですよね。その場所によって。そうだね。そう、あの、マリア、3年生の学生だもん。3年生やっぱり一番上の学年っていうことなので、すごくやっぱり一個こう聞いて、あの、みんなのことを見守るみたいな、そういう気持ちになるのかなって思います。So, uh, I'm Mary, so I'm in the third year. So third year means I'm we are the senior at the school. And then I feel like we are in the position of watching everyone over. Takamitsuka やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱり、やっぱ
<笑>なんか子供たちみたいな感じなんですけどでも意外となんかそれぞれなんか結構空気を読んでたりとかしていてこうちょっとシリアスなシーンとかにこう1年生がちょっとふざけてたりとかするとなんかあんまりシリアスになりすぎないちょっと可愛いなってところを担当してるかなって思います。<笑> So, as for the first year, I think overall we are super stinky, energetic, <laughs> like little kids. <laughs> But、uh, it doesn't mean that we cannot reach the atmosphere. So, every time when we have like serious things, it's pretty, it gets serious, but then because of, the, because of us, the first year can kind of like break the ice over the serious relationship and the serious things. I think、um, that's how our role s works the best as the first year. In the streets. Someone else that hasn't asked a question. <laughs> Please say, what's it, what outlet are you from? Matthew Kim from South Carolina. This might be a little long. <laughs> Cosplay contributes greatly to、mm. the anime. I'm sorry. That one they can't answer. Let's try it. Recently, Love Live celebrated its ninth anniversary, a milestone for both the franchise and fans around the world. With Muse and Aqua's perseverance, as well as the fans' dedication to each group, we are curious to know your opinion of the future and legacy of Love Live, especially on what the third generation of school idols from Yigasaki Academy can bring to the fans. So, we can answer two thirds of that question. The last part, <laughs> last part especially is, on what the third generation of school idols, that one you'll have to omit. That's fine. That's fine. So, just the first part, yeah, not the story. So, I think I'm a love live of a few years ago. I'm going to go to the next one. I'm going to go to the next one. <笑>その9周年という歴史を経て「ラブライブ!」シリーズで受け継がれていたものだったり今後継いでいきたいものなどがあれば教えてください。やっぱり私たちもとっても意識をしてやっぱりこうみんなで一つの作品を作ったりとかみんなでその作品を大いに盛り上げていくっていうのはやっぱりゆずの皆さんからたくさんこう影響を受けているし大好きだった人たちからもらうパワーだったりそういう思いだったりっていうのは多分こう。ラブライブというものが好きな皆さんにとってもすごく大きなものだと思うし大きな言葉だと思うのでねそれはやっぱり今後も変わらずにしっかり私たちがこう大切に大切にまたより濃く届けていきたい皆さんと一緒に届けていきたい言葉だったり思いなのかなとすごく思ってます。So, Love Live 
overall is the story achieved by everyone together. That's the theme of this series. And uh, I feel like we all create and cherish this series and succeed by news and also the power of everyone, including the fans. And we would love to keep this tradition and deliver this keep delivering this message to everyone. This will be the final question to be asked. And a, after the final question, we will just prepare you a time to take photos of the artworks. And then we would like you guys to spread out like here, here, over there, and take photos, you know, at once. And a one you know important thing, you know, a after the photos, I will be you know, giving you, you know, when you you know, go out. So please you know, a, don't you know, exit it right away. Just say, yeah, okay. So the. Uh, anyway. All right. So, I'm Jeremiah from Anime Mario. Anime Mario. Yeah. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Nice to meet you. Um, so you perform both in Japan and overseas. Do the different types of fans like? Do you get a different impression? When you um, perform overseas compared to Japan, and if so, and do you have any preference? It's not on there. Yeah, it's not on there. えっと、日本で世界中で今ライブされてると思うんですけれど、えっと、海外でライブする時の印象とかって日本でライブするって少し違いますか？リアクションがなんか。<笑><笑> <笑><笑>オールビー。オッケー。オッケー、ブランズリアクションズビガー。うん、ジャパニーズカード。そうですね。やっぱり日本の方ってちょっと元々シャイな部分があるので、だんだん盛り上がっていくっていうところがあるん
Um, I like I was really hoping that that one of us could win. You know, one of those drawings. I would have taken any of them because I love Fire Force um, and Soul Eater, but uh, I really wanted Excalibur, and uh, yeah, it didn't pan out. <laughs> uh, it, it was a it was a giant rock paper scissors game. I never wanted those. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, we we stayed in there. Uh, and the Aniplex panel started up, and right around that time, you guys uh, made it in, and we saved saved you guys a couple seats um, near the back because uh, we could see the screen just fine. Uh, if you're interested in any of the announcements um, from the Aniplex panel, um, I, I believe we still have. Yeah, I mean it's on Twitter. We we have we have a, a string of them. Like a, not a string. What do you call it? A thread. A thread. There you go. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, essentially, every Aniplex panel, you know, it starts out with um, like what they're currently doing, what's coming soon. So you get, you know, do you love your mother or uh, was it two hit multi-target attacks? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, the big uh, announcements from this, and I'll just kind of go over them quickly. Uh, Fate Zero is getting a new Blu-ray block box set. Woohoo! Uh, I can finally own it without paying uh, out the ass for two box sets. Um, Fate Stay Night, uh, Heaven's Feel, the second movie is coming out. Woohoo. Uh, that's uh, November 19th. Uh, the last one was October 29th. Uh, Cells at Works getting a complete Blu ray set, complete with dub. Um, that's coming uh, pretty soon, August 27th. Um, Rascal does not be- dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Uh, Blu-rays come out uh, November nineteenth, and it comes with every iteration of the ED, which is fantastic, because mm-hmm. uh, the original ED just has the one. Um, I want to eat your pancreas. Blu-rays coming out uh, October 29th. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, that, that's that. Those were the pretty much all they came out with. Uh, there was also the the killer kill. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, I missed two. There was the kill. Oh, did they announce that there? Yeah, yeah, they, they did. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I remember being mad about that because uh, I I own all the kill to kill Blu-rays, <laughs> and they cost so much money. And I could have just gotten if I was patient, I could have just gotten the um uh box set. And I also missed the the Anohana box set. Yeah. Oh uh, god. Which uh which looks amazing, but uh. Uh, I haven't seen it, and I'm probably still not going to. Yeah, uh, don't want to watch that again. <laughs> I want to watch it again. I want to cry like a bitch again. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> um. So I mean, Aniplex always brings you know. I, I think I think the uh, the host is usually the hosts are usually pretty good at, at bringing up energy and stuff like that, and they did a pretty good job uh, this time around. I was really happy with the announcements but then i am uh kind of a fate uh fanatic so um for a while there i remember i think steven you looked and said well this is pretty much the if you like fate then you're gonna like this panel yep (laughs) (laughs) which is pretty much what it was for a little bit but i think i think all the announcements were really good i I love the idea of the uh rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai blu-rays even though they're probably going to cost me an arm and a leg um what about you guys? Any thoughts? Any other thoughts on the Aniplex panel? Anything I missed? Lots of stuff I want. Yeah. 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 It's just a lot of a lot of media that 
we all want to buy now. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what you come away from the Aniplex panel with. God, I want that. And fuck, it's going to cost me a lot of money. Uh, uh, following this, we split up once again. And Logan, you went to a contest. I did. I went to the AMV contest um, for Anime Expo. Um, it is not run by the same people that do the SoccerCon, KomoriCon, um, and those AMV contests, and I think it showed. Um, there was a lot that wasn't really great about it. Um, some things like in between categories. Uh, for every other AMV contest I've been to, they turn on the house lights for like a few seconds so that you can actually look at the the card that they give you so you can actually vote they did not do that in between any of the categories so you had to somehow vote in complete darkness um which a lot of people were using their phones uh which got a lot of people in trouble it just wasn't great Mm -hmm. um and i would say it just wasn't that exciting of an amv contest overall comparatively to ones that i've been to um recently uh not a lot that i marked down as ones that i would watch again uh i don't know how the voting ended up because i couldn't make it to the um announcement winner announcement uh amv panel but uh the only one that i really feel like uh shouting out uh, was the one that I voted best in show, and that is an AMV called Hypnotic Doll Trance by Miso Anniholics. Um, it's a Monogatari AMV that kind of focuses on uh, Yotsuba. Um, and it's pretty good. It's got some sick beats and some awesome uh, technical kind of uh, work done on it. So I think it, I'll throw it into the uh, post for this one. Yeah. So definitely go give that one a look. I you showed that one to me. I enjoyed it quite a bit. But I mean it's Monogatari. I, yeah. I was probably gonna enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> the, the music helped. And the you know, For like sure. you said, the the incredible incredibly technical like cuts and stuff like that were fantastic. Yeah. Um uh but uh Jeff, uh Steven and I went to another panel. I don't think was this the one that we went to first, or did we go to one before this? I think we went. So we we caught the end of um, well, we caught the very start of the trigger live drawing panel. Right. Yes. So we 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 did catch the the start of a uh, trigger live drawing, which was in promotion of the new Kill a Kill game, uh, Kill a Kill If. Um, which is kind of like an arena fighter, uh, and they were they were doing a live drawing while talking about the game and uh, just making me want to rewatch Kill a Kill all over again. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was excellent, by the way. I mean, the artists, the, the the personalities on stage. I mean, what a cool what a cool panel. It's one of the highlights, I think, for the con for me. <laughs> yeah. Just um, unfortunately, we we didn't finish it. I mean, I I'd, I'd say I'm not. I don't regret not finishing the panel. Actually, but, uh, I think it was that fun. was the next day. Like, I think, I, that was I, I, day. I think I think that was day three. I think yeah, I got the day wrong. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, we're completely wrong about this. I'm glad we talked about it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, we'll eventually get back to it. And I'll just kind of briefly cover it. But yeah, the, the trigger panel that was uh, day three. I don't remember if we did anything before you went to the AMV contest. 
I think we I think, might. I think have. we. I think we got a bunch of coffee while the AMV con- contest was on. We did get coffee one day. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I think I that mean, was the one. Must have been it. Yeah, the days definitely mixed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I think this was the day we were separated from Logan and we got coffee. Yeah, because after the AMV contest, I went back to the uh, Airbnb. Right, because you guys were going to the Faku panel. Yes, that was the. This is the day. Well, this is the day we went to. Uh, Faku presents hentai worth watching panel, which we won't go into too much depth <laughs> on because you know, it, it, despite this DM being you, an ex- this is an expl- explicit uh, podcast. Uh, it's not a hentai podcast yet, um, so <laughs> uh, I, I say I'll say that till I die. Um, It'll be an idle podcast before it's a hentai podcast. <laughs> I'll have my hentai podcast one day, uh, but <laughs> not, it's not this day. Um, it, it was run by uh, uh, the the founder of podcast or podcast Take Two. It was is founded by or it started by the founder of Faku Jacob, and uh, it was just a bunch of. I mean, hentai worth watching panels essentially boiled down to hentai that's pretty good or is really good, but they usually like they usually take the silliest moments out of the show. Uh, some of them, some of the ones he showed were just all silly. Uh, for example, somebody came out as the bicycle fairy. And if you're a avid watcher of hentai, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so without going too far into that, they're really fun panels. If you are 18, if you're over 18 and you enjoy smut as much as I do, um, these panels are just a lot of fun because it's one of the few times you can get together in a room with a bunch of people and be like, yeah, we are all fucking perverts. Um, <laughs> but, but we can still make jokes about this ridiculously uh, nonsensical hentai plot, um, which is always fun. So uh, unfortunately, uh, he said that this might pro- oh, this is probably going to be the last year he does hentai worth watching because, you know, other shit. Uh, demands his attention so hopefully someone else picks this up because it's always a panel that's just a lot of fun and it's not like you run out of shows to isolate silly moments from in in, yeah. in this, the field of hentai so see jacob just has great commentary too mm. the ads yeah so oh, yeah i think that's really what makes it i hope you know you'd have to have a you'd have to have a someone as witty as he is i mean <laughs> I think I've, to... I've been to other uh, 18 plus panels at other cons like I, i've been to another hentai worth watching uh that was i think i that year i went with phil and it was at uh fanime and that guy was fantastic so i mean nice. i mean it, it's not hard to find you just yeah but it it does require that little bit of a, a you know humorous touch to be able to um to pull off a panel like that but it's doable so if you're looking to to get into the panel game um why not look at doing hentai worth watching at anime expo <laughs> oh, only if you're over 18 only if you're over 18 yes that that would be weird if you're i imagine that <laughs> you would get looks and then a, a hard no by anime expo if they were like how old are you i'm 17 mm, no <laughs> anyway <laughs> but yeah a lot of fun i i i really recommend um 18 plus panels they're great um and then we went back uh, to the Airbnb where Logan was waiting for us, and we watched uh, the Aquarius 2018 New Year's Club videos, uh, which is like, there's like four of them. Um, 
and they all revolve around the girls sitting around a kotatsu playing silly games and just talking about the year in general it's it's great if you haven't seen them you're gonna have to get the 2019 awkward club set uh oh i'm sorry you're gonna have to get the 2019 like uh was it the the platinum platinum yeah yeah the because that's the only one that comes with the dvds and that's gonna (laughs) run you somewhere around 150 bucks (laughs) so or you could just come come hang out with me or steven depending on if you're in america or the uk and uh and uh, i don't know we'll watch them together yeah we'll be glad to watch them again yeah absolutely so i i would like to like a theme for this podcast where my level of my journey into and then through idle hell. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be honest with you before the interview that we played for you earlier, I feel like maybe I had my foot in the door of idle hell, but I was kind of hesitant. I'm like, no, I don't know. I'm not interested in this. This is kind of like, I'm, I I like to look from afar, but I don't really want to go in after the interview. I felt like I I took the step in (laughs) and funny enough, watching this video, I feel like I closed the door behind me a little bit. (laughs) At least I put my hand, I put my hand on the handle to close the door at that point. I feel like, so, uh, this was, this was an adorable little video that we watched that night. It was, it was fun. It was, these are the kind of things I think that make idols different than just normal music performers. They, the personality that they project through these little, these little videos. For sure. And I I think you said it best, uh, when we were talking, I think it was last night or, or sometime very recently when you said you were you were going back and rewatching love life sunshine and enjoying it so much more now that you knew the girls and their personalities and stuff like that and like if you don't like if you don't want to get into a media because you don't want to have to go through that many hoops to enjoy it i understand it but it's so worth it i mean to me and not to my wallet but to me (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, yeah. I'm glad we could we could facilitate somehow. That. And this is another thing that we've talked about. And you mentioned how much money you spent at the Bandai panel, and um, we'll talk more about this, I'm sure, at some point throughout the episode. Because of just kind of like last year, I think the highlight for us in general kind of revolved around Aqua and and the interactions we had with them. But it, if it puts a smile on your face, then like what else is money good for? You know, I mean, it, obviously we need it to live, but don't feel so bad about spending money on it. If it really makes you happy, this is the way I feel <laughs> For sure. as long as you can still put food on the table and, and put a roof over your head. Uh, even if you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, just, um, <laughs> this is, this is the level of idle hell we're in. Just like, yeah, I haven't, do I need I haven't, a home? I, <laughs> like tents aren't that expensive. And, I like roughing it, so <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking entirely. Um, Who needs to pay a mortgage? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or rent for me. Anyway, <laughs> let's not get into San Francisco rent. Um, so that was that was our day one. Uh, after watching the the club videos, I think we watched a couple other things, and then we we decided to to call it a day. Um, day two, we got up much slower, um, but like we didn't really have anything on the dock uh, on the docket for early in the morning we had uh, a lovely breakfast again made by logan thank you again you're welcome uh, no which a, a breakfast you could actually see on twitter because i believe i took a picture of that one and, and posted <laughs> it nice i think we because we had a concert coming up that day that was relatively early 
most of the things we could have gone to were overlapping in some way with the concert, or at least with us having to queue up for the concert. So we just basically decided, let's take it easy and, and well, we, we, try to sleep in a little we bit. We did right? go to the con and, and, um, uh, and do some stuff. Um, like for example, like the first thing we did, uh, was we went to the fire force panel that was this, the, we being, uh, Logan, uh, Steven and myself, uh, cause I think you went to artist alley that day. Um, uh, that's yes. right. That was the day I went to artist. Alley. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> before we get into your adventures in hell, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we, we got to see the Fire Force panel. Uh, again, Okubo, uh, the mangaka for um, both Fire Force and Soul Eater and you know, other things, but those are the only two I've read. Um, I know I should go back and read his other stuff. My bad. Uh, but uh, he was there, and uh, they had a, a brief little panel where you know Funimation asked him some questions, and, um, and then we, we got to watch episode one dubbed, which surprisingly, very good. Um, I'm, you know, again, you know me, not really the biggest dub fan, but I really <sighs> thought that they cast the characters very, very well, especially Shinra. Um, Shinra, they cast very well. And uh, fuck, I can't remember his name now, but the captain, the captain of of um, of uh, Company 8. Uh, very well done uh, casting. The only problem I had was like young Shinra, but you get him all of like twice yeah. and I don't think <clears> you ever get him again. Um, but yeah, so, uh, in my opinion, a very, like, as a fan of the manga, a very, uh, true adaptation. Um, what do you guys think as, as people just kind of coming into Fire Force? I thought it was awesome. Hmm. Um, it, it was animated really, really well. And the characters were pretty cool. Uh, I love Maki <laughs> after one episode. She's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Yeah, I, I, um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, David Productions always have great animation. Mm, so that's right, it is David um, Production. Yeah, so l- I love the style. Um, again, dub. I, I never watch anything dubbed. Um, so there, there were certain bits like I, I found the actual cast itself. I, I found it really watchable. Um. It was it was more the the like um, extraneous stuff like um, voice actors so like all of the extras. Um, I find that a bit hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the main characters uh, now I've also watched the sub version. Um, I I thought it was casted really well. Um, it was it was it would definitely be a way I could watch it. Um, so, it wouldn't be the way I chose to watch it, but I could watch it that way yeah. if I had it on in the background. So. Definitely a recommendation from us, and uh, much like Lord Elmo's case files, this is these are probably the closest you're going to get to a uh, a uh, first impressions podcast out of us. So enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm in hindsight pretty disappointed I didn't stay with you guys. I I kind of just after sitting through Lord Elmoy, I was literally falling asleep. Not that I didn't like the anime, but the lights off. I was kind of tired, and so I was just like, I'm not going to try to sit through another one of these. Um, premieres of a show that I'll be able to watch on Crunchyroll or whatever. Um, in hindsight, though, you, uh, towards the end of the con, let me have a book that you got from one of the panels or somewhere um, that had the first kind of chapter, I guess, mm-hmm. of Fire Force. Mm-hmm. And I loved what I read in it. So I think kind of in hindsight, I would have liked to have seen it. If I had read that, maybe beforehand I would have. But um, 
I, uh, I ended up going to Artist Alley instead because I wanted to do my typical kind of what's become kind of a con tradition for me to find someone to draw Ichon. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> 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 yeah, Artist Alley. Um, all right, so there's one aisle. You walk in and it's a huge, it was a parking garage, if it still is, I don't know, during non-con times, but yeah. it's a parking garage that they Hall, for those who are... Kensha Hall. Yeah. Uh, so I walk in, and, and the first aisle in Artist Alley is wider than the others. And then each aisle from there is much more narrow. And so the first aisle, I didn't have too much trouble. And um, I found a couple of good artists in that first aisle. I got their cards. I kept them in mind. Um, by the time I got to the second aisle, it was almost a standstill. I think it probably took me almost 20 to 30 minutes just to get through that aisle. It was so slow. And... <sighs> I I just, I thought about going through another aisle. I said, absolutely not. I walked around the perimeter of Artist Alley. And luckily in the first aisle, I ran into an artist that I was, she was taking commissions and I was quite happy with the stuff I had seen of hers. And I asked her to draw our mascot eye uh, as an idol. <laughs> as since the theme of the con was kind of <laughs> my first uh, idol concerts and uh, idols in general. So and uh, I'll just go ahead and say she. I ended up getting it the last day of the con. I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, her name is Belin Draw. Is her social media handle amazing? I couldn't be happier with the Ichon that she drew for me, um, and I've already put it in a frame. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if she's listening, she can expect to hear from me maybe even before this podcast airs because uh, I think I want more in color because that's I think the only way that I can be happier with what she gave me. So. Um, I posted it in the Discord, and uh, I think I also posted it on our Instagram. So if you're interested in seeing that, yeah, it it, nice. it looks like it looks like I in the uh, uh, Kimi no Kokoro uh, costumes for Aquas, and that's just great. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, so uh, after that, we we all met up, and and this was uh, this was Jeff's hangry moment. <laughs> Jeff did not look like he was having it anymore, and but, but we went to. Um, yard house and we got some uh, food in him and i think he was feeling a little bit better uh, <laughs> i picture the the commercials with like uh, godzilla blowing up the um it was the, there's the one snickers commercial with godzilla where he's like blowing up the city and then they give him a snickers and he goes like uh he, he goes you know jet skiing and he's like having fun with the <laughs> well, see see you're not like it's for those of you picturing like Jeff angry like he was he's not it's not like you're belligerent you're just you like normally you're a very smiling and happy person today like you were like quiet and just like not having it it's like oh shit Jeff's mad <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you can't tell Jeff's mad because he's like yelling or like like when I get mad but <laughs> but yeah so we got some food in him and we were all then ready. <laughs> Uh, for uh, the Aquas concert day one, um, Woo! which uh, so we line up. Um, I want to say, but like maybe an hour or forty five minutes left to go. Um, and uh, to that day we had uh, that day we had um, uh, pits. Uh, I say pit seats. We had yeah. tickets for the pit, uh, which was you know standing only. Um, and we got in there, we, uh, found eh, decent ish, uh, spots to stand and kind of waited around the, 
the crowd uh, broke out their light sticks early because the uh, the venue was playing really odd music for an idol concert. I mean, very <laughs> Western music. It makes sense because it's a Western venue, and uh, the 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 uh, the venues from you know years past, um, specifically Microsoft Theater, does the exact same thing. But I mean, come on, guys, just just grab some idol music or like some anime ops and just play that shit. Um, but it was uh, interesting to see everybody waving their light sticks to um, what's that song called? A thousand miles. Is it just called a thousand miles? All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and even more interesting the next day, um, and we'll get into that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. So we 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 stood around and, and kind of just waited, uh, and eventually. Aquas came on concert day one. Uh, we're all really excited. Uh, this is, I think, the concerts like Aquas uh, in LA. Uh, oh hell, what was it called? Um, brand, brand new wave. Brand new wave. Thank you. I, I was thinking Beyond the Pacific, but that was last year. Um, yeah, brand new wave, and uh, they came out. And uh, this year, we were really again, I, I guess just like last year, we were thinking they're probably not going to do the the movie music because we haven't seen the movie here yet here in the West, or at least we shouldn't have. <clears throat> but uh, Though they were promoting the movie heavily before the concert yeah, started. Yeah, they were promoting the movie heavily. Um, kudos on Funimation for finally saying something about it. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to shit on them too hard. I really want to. But, uh, so yeah, they came out, and they came out in their, uh, in an outfit from, uh, the movie specifically from uh, Bokuro no Hashi, uh, Hashite uh, Kita Michiwa, which is uh, a song from the movie. I won't say where in the movie it comes out. Um, and uh, they sang that song, which we were all kind of excited about, even though I'm sure many in the audience uh, had never heard it before. Um, they moved on to uh, Thrilling One Way, which is just an absolutely crazy song um energy wise so like early on we are super hype really early yeah kind of starts with like a a, like a really heavy metal track almost Mm. you know a lot of guitars and stuff it really it shocked me when that because the first song started pretty slow um this one and and then it kind of ramps up but then this one's just like yeah all right we've ramped up and now we're gonna maybe take it a step further right uh, and then they f- they follow on from Thrilling One Way, which we're already pretty hype, into Awazor Jumping Heart, which is the opening for season one. Um, and uh, for any of you who know, like Awazor Jumping Heart is uh, the um, is, is one of the songs. There's 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 a like many songs in Aquar's repertoire have like callbacks and stuff like that, but it's Awazor Jumping Heart is one of those ones that's like super duper established. So it's like going from like like you said, like the song that like is slow, but then it ramps up to the really fast one to the one where like, you know, most of the fans know like the, you know, like an entire song's worth of, of responses of, of callbacks. So mm-hmm. just like uh, a, a kind of insane pace for the first three songs. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Um, yeah, I think no, before I, before you go on, go ahead, Stephen. I was, I was just going to say that um, with, with the, the like with the movie song first. That might actually be the only movie song that most people in North America had heard, because was that it? was the one. That was the one where they released the full um, opening 
online. You're right. Okay, so yeah, people yeah. have heard this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, right. So I mean, to to be fair, um, a lot of the fans who are there are pretty hardcore fans. I think so. They probably have heard other stuff, but um, generally, yeah, that's that's the main song that I think people have heard. But um, kind of painting the picture as well. Uh, we got split up. Carlos and Logan were kind of, I don't know, um, maybe. 15 feet away. And Steven and I were standing maybe closer towards center stage, but we were pretty far back because we didn't wait in the long line to get in for the pit. Um, and uh, you mentioned the North American fans. We were kind of surrounded by Japanese fans. Yeah. In fact, there was one in particular who I, I wish I could remember his name, but uh, who it was my first kind of other than you guys, it was my first experience with a really hyped Japanese fan. Like he was excited. He had come all the way from Japan to see this one show. And uh, he, he just it, it, I hate to use the word cute, but it was like. <laughs> He was he was so excited that I, I it made me excited for this for this concert even more I think. Yeah. Ja- <laughs> Japanese love life fans don't fuck around. <laughs> um So yeah, uh, from 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 that pace uh which I you know, part already kind of going a mile a minute. Uh they moved into their their introductions which uh I will say because it was a two and a half hour live rather than their normal uh four hours that they do like the long form ones in Japan, um their introductions were kind of rushed and unfortunately I didn't mention this beforehand, but uh Arisa, uh the voice of uh Daya Kurosawa was not available because she had mm-hmm. recently suffered uh a pretty pretty bad um allergic outbreak, like allergic reaction while touring overseas. So her doctors have pretty much told her, yeah, not, you're not going anywhere until we isolate this. And not a bad idea considering um, uh, the prices she would have to have paid for health care here in the United States, um, <laughs> especially without health insurance. But um, so the six or six, take two, the, um, the eight that were there were able to uh, give their introductions uh, and we were able to move into... Um, which were the next two songs uh both of which are fantastic but uh mm. i was i was really happy that uh shoujo ijo no koi ga shitai uh. actually had the screen uh, yep stuff on it screen stuff uh, yeah the, screen the, stuff? the graphic that they that they do in the in like the mm. real lives so it has figures. all the like the heart graphics and everything. Yeah, and there, there's uh, okay, a part okay. in the song where uh, it's like a, a Anchan has a like a little mini solo, and all the girls okay. get together, and the, she she kind of draws a heart in the air, and on the screen you mm. could see it, a heart actually forming. And, oh, and cool. in every live that this song has been played in, like they've had that graphic, but I was worried because at every live they've been to in America, they haven't had screen graphics like that. Mm. So, gotcha. Um, I will say for myself at this point, a lot of these songs I'd never heard and I was kind of trying to, I was trying to do my best to keep with the light stick show that I was <laughs> doing with everybody, but I, I was, I was just basically trying to follow Steven who was in front of me. Uh, honestly, <laughs> if I fall out of rhythm, I don't care. My eyes are like transfixed on yeah. wherever icon is. That's where my eyes are. Unless I, can, unless <laughs> I absolutely can't see her in which case. 
who's who's directly in front of me. Usually it's Anja. <laughs> um, so they come out of uh, out of their first intermission uh, with like it was a quick quick transition, very quick. But mm-hmm. to be fair, like this transition was just as quick in Fifth Live. Um, they go from their uh, they they're in the same costume, but this time uh, over top of their kind of I don't know I don't want to say it's not a baseball jersey, but uh, over top of their yeah. their 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 America outfits, yeah, uh, their red, white, and blue. Well, I mean that's it's it's the same in the yeah. in the movie, but um, sure, sure. over top of I, it, they're wearing like a like a leather jacket. Um, um, before we move on to these next songs, what because they play the intermission video. Hmm. I don't remember which one this was. For the first one. Oh, this one they didn't play. I don't think they played a video for this. This was maybe the movie. They they might have played the movie uh, preview again or something. Yeah, because this intermission was super quick. Like, they they moved real, real quick. Um, So, yeah, they come out in the costume, in the same, uh, the uh, Bokuromichi costumes, but this time with the black jacket. Um, And they proceeded to play my second favorite song sky journey which is the b-side for happy party train Mm. um which uh, yeah great song um uh then they moved into my absolute favorite song which is daydream warrior uh so this is the this would have been the second time i've gotten to see it but because lives usually tend to follow the same set list minus one or two songs uh, I got to see it three times this year, so huzzah! Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Steven got to see it four times. Um, yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, and, and they rounded out this this set with "Todokanai Hoshi Dato Shitemo," and I think that's it for this one. Yeah, because the next one would have been uh, intermission. Um, any anything about anything you guys want to say about uh, about that set of songs? Honestly, I can't remember <laughs> anything. Like, I I would know them if I heard them, but my mind is just like blank on yeah. which song is which right now. I think "Daydream Warrior" was a shocking one for me. It's I'd never heard the song before, and I was really I was really into it. I thought it's a really unique song too. There's even that moment where, um, uh. Kanan, she Suwa. like Suwawa, like the the entire stage goes red and like she kind of has this line that she says a couple times as like a bridge to the chorus, I guess. Mm. And uh, it's a really cool moment during the song. So uh, that was a really fun song. I've definitely had it on my playlist on YouTube since um, <laughs> I finished the con. Yeah, t- uh, is the is a like a really high the high energy the. The one that starts out with them going, ooh, one, two, sunshine, like that one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it went from like like slower, but kind of like still hype song to like uh, like, like Daydream Warrior, slightly faster, but, you know, like another hype song. And then like just balls to the wall, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Super energetic. Yeah, this one was. Yeah. This one was super intense, too. You know, the fans were really getting into this one, too, I think. Uh. And then intermission two is when we got um, the got, the, yeah. mov- the movie, and this one was uh, this was the interview. Yeah. Like Conan was interviewing people, I think. <laughs> yeah, for... yeah. Conan as, as the boss <laughs> was like was interviewing people for for Dias or for Dia for um for Mari's Mari. fiance, the position of Mari's fiance, <laughs> and uh, uh, I think 
Yo, who else? Yo, Ruby is it- and someone else. We're 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 gunning for it. Yo, Chica and Ruby. Yeah, Ruby was a straight man, and then Chica. So behind the behind the desk though was Kanon, who was wearing mm. glasses, uh-huh. you know, sunglasses. And Daya Mari would, with the yeah. Daya was kind of kind of confused about the whole thing, and then. <laughs> Mari was in a totally different style of art. <laughs> She's always in a totally different style of art. <laughs> it's so like, good. It's so yeah. weird. Like they, they, that's just kind of become a thing now where she's always like either either she's in that weird tied up art or she's just in a completely different style of art as well as the girls. Um, no idea what that's about. But yeah, so uh, the fun intermission videos are, are great. I think you could find a few of them on YouTube if you mm. really want to look for them. Uh, or you can buy the the memorial box blu-rays and get all of them which um, yeah isn't at all expensive because um, these were the these were the fifth live one this is that was the one where i tried to really badly explain it back in our fifth live recap podcast oh uh, <laughs> okay okay <laughs> um but yeah this, this time around like for for america they subtitle them and and i appreciate that um so they uh they then came out uh on the stage in the uh, out the, the the costume for Brightest Melody which is another movie song um and they played Brightest Melody and in the middle of Brightest Melody I'm going to do some sound effects yeah, here uh, yeah in the middle of Brightest Melody we got the second uh very large earthquake uh in mm. LA uh which kind of led to the weirdest moment I've ever had at an idol concert whereby People were shaking their light sticks almost in a way that like you can almost see a question mark forming over everybody. Like like everyone just kind of like it, it slowed down and everyone's just looking at each other like, do we still keep doing this? And the girls, to their credit, like danced through the whole fucking thing. Literally, literally did not react. Yeah, at all. not betraying anything on their face. Just to, like I honestly I, I did not even notice the light sticks. I thought I was gonna pass out. Yeah, same. Mm. I, I literally I started feeling kind of queasy didn't realize at that point the ground was shaking I just thought I was going to fall over like I was going to black uh-huh. out and then um, then I noticed the ground was shaking but I think the fact that the girls were literally not reacting at all is why I had that initial thought like okay this is clearly me yeah yeah no, <laughs> else same, is reacting. Yeah, my, my reaction was oh shit I'm about to fall out I, I must be like I must be locking my knees I must be way easier than I think I am um, and then I, I look around and you see the the lights in the bar just swinging from side to side. And I'm like, oh, this is an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just and then it just continued with everyone carrying on until the till the very end when we went, that was an earthquake, right? <laughs> and then I mean, okay, so I and to uh, again, to their credit, they they finished out the set and they left the stage waving at everybody like everything was okay. So, you know, performers to the last. Um and they uh um credit again to the novo staff i think i mentioned this in our tweet um that they they stopped the show and they made sure everything was safe uh because you know those things could be obviously dangerous if equipment gets shakes Mm -hmm. loose and that could be dangerous for the girls um but yeah yeah it was uh it was an interesting moment um (laughs) it was a nice moment to kind of sit down and take Mm. a little breather and for carlos to spill water on me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this, I did. I spent water on Logan. <laughs> this is the first time, you know, to be noted, the f- first time I've ever exp- like felt an earthquake. Not, I guess I experienced one the day before, but I didn't even notice. But this is the first time I noticed one, and um, to have it be at my first 
aqua concert that's a pretty cool memory (laughs) (laughs) so yeah but but eventually they they determined that everything was okay and that it was okay for them to start uh start up again so the girls came out and we had uh, another mc moment where the girls are like are you okay uh (laughs) another thing really like because i i'd heard of people like running out of their houses i actually uh, one of our uber drivers um mentioned that he had like ran his family out of the house during the earthquake like nobody in that venue panicked which was which was good because that could have been a shit show yeah Um, we just sat down (laughs) yeah well i mean like during the during the you know the earthquake itself we were on the nova was on like the third floor of this entertainment building it doesn't matter if we try to get out yeah, of there, yeah, if that yeah. building collapses, we're dead anyway. Yeah, but so I mean, like, in the moment, like, people don't usually think about that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, uh, but I think I think the thought was running through everyone's head is that this is probably about the happiest way I could possibly die. Yeah. 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 As an awkward fan, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully Mother Nature giving its round of applause. <laughs> yeah, the... The, uh, the stuff that came out on Twitter uh, afterwards was, was, was pretty great. Um... But yeah, so after the like during the, the their second MC, they're you know talking about uh, you know are you okay? And then they they moved into talking about uh, the movie and how they're excited that it's coming up for us. Uh, we are also excited, even though we have to go see it on a Monday. But uh, they, I think they stayed in their their outfits. Yeah, they stayed in their outfits, um, and they moved on to uh, on day one, uh, Koi ni Naritai Aquarium. Uh, which is the first time they've ever played it in uh, America, which was really, really nice. Um, yeah. It's shocking. It, yeah. That's shocking. It's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> it's, so it's incredible. I'm very happy. Um, and uh, to the surprise of many, we actually succeeded in doing, mostly doing the Yosorod, which is a, a light stick trick whereby um, we set our lights uh, a certain way. The whole audience sets their lights a certain way at a certain time uh, during uh shuka solo so kudos everybody good job um <laughs> uh they then moved on to uh kimi no hitomi o meguru uh boken and uh mirai no bokura wa shitero yo uh mirai uh mirai being i think my third favorite song if i had to say um a little bit slower uh towards this this point but i mean aquarium got people hyped up because again american fans who who haven't been to see them live elsewhere uh will not have seen it anywhere else uh so that was a nice touch um and the other two you know if if you've listened to enough enough awkward music you know it and uh maybe love it maybe not uh mirai mirai no bokuro wa shituru yo sorry that's that's the op i was thinking of uh kimi no hitomi that's my third pick mm. Mirai no Bokura is mm. the OP for season two. Kimi no Hitomi is the uh, B side of the song. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, unfortunately, because the, uh, Arisa wasn't there, there's a really great part in mm. the dance for Kimi no Hitomi that involves Yo and, and Daya, which is an interesting pairing um, that we didn't get to see. But, you know, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, they then gave their ending MC, uh, which no, it's not. It's never their ending MC. Uh, when they say, <laughs> when they say, you know, this is our last song. They, Liar. Yeah, yeah, they. You haven't bowed to me. It's not over yet. Uh, <laughs> Do you think that if people didn't chant, you know, maybe like the first 
North American performance where people didn't realize and they just started leaving after they said this is our last song. Do you think they would still come back out? <laughs> no, but I, yeah, think, I can't even fathom. I, yeah, I, I was just thinking like if enough didn't know, but I feel like if if the Aquas fan base couldn't didn't know that and didn't just immediately start up the aqua chant or the onquadu chant which the onquadu chant has yeah. has evolved into the aqua chant at this point i don't think anybody does yeah. onquadu anymore but um yeah it'd be really sad i'd feel really bad for the girls because they'd have I to don't come know out. that yeah i don't know that they would ever come back to north america if that happened but eh. i just figured i'd present the uh, the idea I, I think it's more based which... on money rather than than that but, yeah. um well i mean that would show the a lack of interest i guess which would not be good so they they came out uh oh i'm sorry uh the last the quote-unquote last song was kimi no kokoro wa uh, kagayai te, terutai terukai blah that's so hard to say Kimi no Kokoro. I'm just going to shorten these. Kimi, yeah, Kimi, Kimi no Kokoro, Kokoro um, is uh, their very first single, and that was the quote-unquote last song until we all chanted Aqua until... Um, Aqua. Yeah. Aqua. <laughs> it just, just, just constantly um, in turns, too. Some of the Japanese guys around us literally started for, at the beginning, and it's a pretty long time before they finally come back out, and they just did not stop the entire time, and I got to give them so much credit, because my voice was getting tired, and I didn't even start right away. Um, yeah, so, Aquas chant, every concert I've ever been to, there's an Aquas chant, sometimes louder, sometimes not as loud, um, mm. but there's, there's always one, and it's always at least audible to the girls. Um uh, they come out and they're their normal end of uh concert costumes um which is the t-shirt for the live um and their you know uh udo no hoshi uh outfits for the rest of it mm. and thank god they come back out cuz this is my favorite lineup from the entire thing yeah. i think <laughs> these four songs are just incredible so they start out with another movie song called hop stop nonstop which is one that you might have seen on youtube um it's the the one where they're singing on the Spanish steps in Italy. Mm. Um, they then move on to number ten, which is a, uh, a like a a love letter to the fans, as the fans uh, are have always been considered the the tenth uh, member of Idol. Um, and we actually were able to do perform the the number ten rainbow, uh, which involves uh, rows different rows uh, taking. The different colors for the nine girls um and raising their light sticks uh when each girl uh counts off their number so mm. i will preface this by saying we were not in a position where we could see the rainbow this time mm. but we yeah. we hear that it was performed yeah uh we were we were in the the, the chica section because the pit was the chica section um they then moved on to thank you friends which is really heart-rending song if you read the lyrics <laughs> it's just no, don't let this be the last song you ever sing. And it's it, it wasn't, <laughs> so I'm really happy, but yeah. Um, and then they played uh, the new Aquas Club song, which is was just stuck in our it's head. It's the best song. Yeah. It's Ugh, just the best such song. A good, such a good yeah, song. Called Jump Up High. It's and this time around... Such a fun song, they, too. <laughs> they brought their towels, and uh, the whole audience kind of got in on, on waving our towels around and jumping up in the air like maniacs, which was a lot of fun. So I am so happy I bought that diet towel that I mentioned earlier because I had no idea I was going to be able to use that towel during the show. I kind of just brought it as a way to support Daya <laughs> and Adisa. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, so I had something to swing around, but that's such an integral part of that song, is being able to swing your towel around and hit the people around you. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the good thing about being taller than most of the people around me, is like when I was swinging stuff, I could just I could just raise my arm higher and not smack people. Um, but yeah, they they uh, uh, th- those last four songs uh, a great way to to uh, wrap it up because you had Hop Stop Nonstop, which is uh, more upbeat, uh, followed by two songs that are more mellow and you know somber, but uh, you know still fun. Uh, number ten and Thank You Friends and Jump Up High was a really great way to wrap up the the concert as a whole. Um, so there there were moments where I was a little overwhelmed during the the entire concert just with being in the pit and and not really knowing a lot of the songs and and just taking it all in but this song in general jump up high just it was such a catchy fun energetic song to close the concert out with I was like I was sold close the door behind me I'm an idol help <laughs> <at this point. laughs> so like I I will say all of the club songs have been fantastic to this point like above and beyond what I think they they um should be for like a single CD solo song. Um or not solo, but single C D like uh single. But yeah, yeah. Uh, like yeah, this one's probably the best thus far. Which is funny because I, I couldn't imagine anything taking um for me I, I liked uh, the second single quite a bit, uh Hop Step Y. But this one this one's probably uh, my favorite at this point. Okay, so yeah, that was the concert. The girls, the girls waved goodbye to us as they as they always do, uh, and uh, and we left uh, in incredibly high spirits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we, as we left uh, the venue, uh, we saw that people were lining up for the next day's concert already. Zach was fans are crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think, what did they say? Someone delivered food. Didn't we talk to someone the next day? They said that they did deliver food for them yeah, and yeah. stuff, the people who lined up. Uh-huh. I mean, well, yeah. You can find it. I think if you look online, you can find uh, the news report where they were talking about the, <laughs> yeah. the earthquake. And they're Aquas, they, they interviewed Aquas fans who were lined and they're, up. They're, and- they're, <laughs> they're wotated in the background. Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, they're wooing in the background. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it's funny. Jeez, uh, but yeah, yeah, Aquas fans uh, are crazy. We, on the other hand, because we the next day we had um, assigned seats in the balcony, uh, we didn't have to wait in that line, nor were we going to. Um, <laughs> so we went back to the apartment. Uh, we ordered some McDonald's again, and this time around, uh, we put on more awkward because we were all just really really hyped for more um yeah i think at this point we were riding we were riding high uh and definitely very happy we had another concert to go to the next day yeah yeah uh, this time around we um uh we, we threw on fourth live i think we'd already started watching it like earlier that morning but yeah this time around uh we were that much more into it and um Steven and I like doing the callbacks while the song's going. It's like, yeah, it, it gets louder after a live for sure because you're that much more pumped for the next one. Uh, but eventually, eventually the adrenaline in our blood did die down uh, and the uh, uh, all the hype kind of uh, eventually, not evaporated, but uh, had to go somewhere because eventually we were, I, I remember I, after a while I was dead tired um, and we all passed out. Uh, bringing us to a day three. 
which was another slow morning uh, filled with pancakes and eggs, which, again, fantastic. Logan, you're the best. Uh, um, this day though uh, Jeff left a little bit earlier than us um, and uh, you went to the exhibitor hall right yeah I wanted to see if I could get my hands on one of the t-shirts for the live Um, after enjoying it so much I was just like I I have to have a t-shirt for this Um, and yeah I got to the exhibitor hall found that there was already an enormous line to get in there, mostly filled with people already wearing concert t-shirts. So these are people who have already waited in this line once. Um, the awkward fans. <laughs> yeah. Who are going back to buy more, I don't know, can badges or something. Uh, decided not to wait in that line, went to the booth I mentioned, and I forget the name now, Carlos, the the Re- booth retro- that has all the idle yeah, stuff. Yeah, Retro Psycho. Retro Psycho. Uh, bought another t-shirt and a First Life towel so I'd have something to swing around. That was a little more manageable <laughs> during the last song today or this day. <laughs> so uh, we eventually uh, we eventually got there. And by, by the time we were heading out, you had already joined the, the queue because uh, the Awkward concert on this day uh, started in the afternoon. Presumably because the girls were leaving the next day, I have to assume, or or mm-hmm. even that day. They might have been leaving like that evening, which wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me in the slightest. Um, but you were already in the queue. Uh, we met up yeah. we met up with you and there was you were talking to. Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Justin, Justin, I think was his go. name. Mm-hmm. If I, I hope you're listening. And if you are, please join our discord because uh, he was my line buddy for about an hour, I think, before you guys. Uh, came around and we got to have some good conversation. This was his first Aqua concert that we, he was standing in line for. I, you know, being the idle veteran that I am now, it was my second. <laughs> so I got to <laughs> impart some of my experience from the day before. Um, yeah, you know what? That actually kind of like thinking back, the first idle concert I ever went to was a Momo Ito Clover Zed concert at Anime Expo 2015. Um, and I remember going there and seeing, like, I, I was just dressed up in, like, an anime t-shirt and stuff like that. It was my first ever idol or Japanese concert to begin with. And there were all these fans in, like, Hoppy and who had, like, light sticks and who all the callbacks. So I can definitely sympathize with you, listener, if you're, like, <laughs> thinking about going to your first idol concert and, like, you're, you feel like you're going to be out of place. Trust me. Been there. Uh Yeah. I think just for me being my first experience, the first concert was definitely overwhelming. I think um, I was I was kind of falling into the like I was a little bit embarrassed that I didn't know a lot of the callbacks because I was surrounded by people who were obviously experts in them. <laughs> and uh, but going into day two, I felt a lot more confident and like I could really enjoy it. And uh, I uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, so day two. I'm not going to go in through all of, of, of the same uh, set list. Uh, we eventually got our seats in the balcony. Uh, once again, uh, the crowd kind of erupted for a thousand miles. But this time around, uh, during the, I don't know, the ramp up of the song towards the end, uh, people cracked UOs, which was amusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no- there was also... Uh- People got into, I think, the Biggie, 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 Can't You See or whatever song. I forget <sighs> the name of that song. And there was also a song about a guy who, that was very vulgar talking about how much he doesn't give a fuck. Oh, that About one. someone. He, re- he really didn't give a fuck. 
Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> that was most of the so song. So much so he had to make a song about how much he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I guess, uh, that was the, the pre-concert odd. music. Just odd choices for a Japanese. So for band. the most part, though, for the most part, it was pretty popular music. This was a song I'd never heard of, which, of course, I don't listen to a lot of hip hop, so that's possible. It is a popular hip so- hip hop song, but it was incredibly vulgar. I mean, we're talking very detailed information about like how the guy someone was going down on him and you know he doesn't (laughs) give a fuck about it and (laughs) he wants to kill some people and sell some drugs on the side i mean it was like really really out of place and it was like relatively soon before the concert started (laughs) so i think everyone was kind of looking at each other like what exactly are we listening to right Uh, now (laughs) yeah yeah uh just venues in the United States. If a if a Japanese act is going on, maybe play something Japanese beforehand. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't even have to be anime related. Play some Frederick. They're amazing. Anyway, uh, set list. Um, exact same thing, except uh, where uh, Koini Naritai Aquarium was after the the uh, second MC break. Uh, we got Happy Party Train. Uh, which was fantastic. Uh, we almost completed the con on rail, except for assholes using UOs in the middle of it. Uh, wouldn't put their UOs away. Um, I think they they considered that a, a success. Sure, if we want to consider that a success. Um, also, it's a success for America. Yeah, I mean, we suck. I mean, we're the cut. We're the country that that like did the first Aqua Rainbow, though. So it's just like eh. true, true. Um, but. Uh, we also got uh, the second um, MC movie, whereby uh, whereby Kanan <laughs> is holding Mari at gunpoint and trying to oh, force yeah. her to decide on her fiance. And uh, Yohane and Maru uh, come out as uh, the Phantom of the Opera and a Japanese soldier circa yep. Sengoku Jidai. Uh, so weird. And they're both ready to fight over over Mari's hand in marriage and uh Ruby's trying to stop them and uh, uh Mari just kind of offhand just uh chooses Mari as her or Mari chooses Ruby as her fiance um <laughs> and then uh Maru and Johanne uh decide to attack her and ride a comet to destroy her it's it's so bonkers fucking nuts <laughs> it's, it's, everybody it's, except for the second years yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's such a fever dream yeah yeah <laughs> but, like th- these are the kind of things you can expect in the uh in the the mc videos of awkward concerts they're just insane but they're so much fun um <laughs> all of them die <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, there there's so many of those too. Like you can probably find the the ones from uh second and third live subtitled at this point. Um Um Second show we got to see the rainbow as well. Yes. Uh, which was cool. Well we got to see it better because we were up in the stands. And, and yeah. we were uh in the Hanamaru section this time. So Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I I'm sure yeah. Steven was, was very happy. Yeah, uh, King John. King John. He didn't have. He never had to change his color. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the the rest of us are like slyly inching our our light sticks to yellow, and and Stephen's just like, yeah, no, I've just been on yellow the whole time. Although it, I will say, shout out to Stephen because it was in this concert that uh, I'll let you take take the like you you got something from uh, from Kinchon in this one. 
Yes, I finally, finally, after all my trying, got pointed out in the crowd by Kinchan. Um, <laughs> while, while I was continuous, do, continuously doing marrows for about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you get nowhere without trying. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and, and as weird as it sounds to, to non-idol fans, it is amazing when your favorite idol, like, when quote-unquote senpai notices you, even though they're younger than me. Um, <laughs> uh so yeah yeah like like i I think i mentioned it uh for third live i got like johanne pointed me out and then the times we've we've done the um uh the vip goodbye event uh, unfortunately not in this one um but uh the times we've done it it's just it's awesome to you know walk past even just walk past them and wave at them Mm. it's incredible um so yeah uh being around artists you enjoy is probably great no matter what fandom you're in um so yeah uh that was those were pretty much the highlights of day two we got happy party train all the songs were the same nevertheless still very hype coming out of that concert even though we knew it was coming um because it's more awkward and who can say no to that being in the balcony was more enjoyable for me that and the fact that i felt like i could see the stage better i felt like i could i i knew what to expect a little more and um you know, I, this is where I, I was definitely blasting the guy in the face behind me with mm. my towel, because while I am taller probably than him and had it, you know, I was jumping up high and yeah. swinging it up high. He was up higher because he was up above me. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, I actually didn't mind the pit and I actually had a better view in the pit because there were two guys in like down near the like front. And this is a large slope. Like the balcony is a large slope to the uh-huh. Uh, but even so they were so tall like it was hard to see yeah. around them and honestly not only were they tall but they had like really poofy hair yeah <laughs> I, I mean it, uh, it, it didn't bother bother me that much again because i'd seen the concert uh like i'm happy that you, know, you guys were away from them so you could see more uh being newer fans but honestly had i been had i been uh by myself and, and not trying to cover something for a podcast because you know trying to cover you know the con more of the con for a podcast i sure. probably would have been in line with those crazy people at like one in the morning with vip tickets to try and get up in the front um, because those though like you notice like the girls interacted a lot with the people right up there so uh yep. uh but i mean still very good seats uh no matter where you were at there, there wasn't really a bad seat to be had unless you were in the pit and in the center and were a short person uh, but <laughs> fortunately for me, I'm five eleven. I'm okay. So that that was pretty much the highlight for me of the con, the Aquas concert. I mean, that's that's really what I came for. Aside from yeah. from covering it for the for this, <laughs> I was going to sure. say who def- think... who to thunk it that the Aquas concert would be the highlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who would have known? <laughs> Which one of our listeners yeah. would have predicted that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not not me, says not I. Not deja vu or anything. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we came out of that one super hype. But uh, we came out of that one like uh, it would have been like afternoonish. Um, yeah, like three three thirty. So uh, so we went to the yard house. <laughs> <laughs> we, where you get like where we had a seat like outside, kind of where people were walking by, and you got spotted by like two or three people yeah, yeah. walking by who knew you. So, so you were quite popular. Yeah, uh, one of my classmates uh, from SFSU, she stopped by because I had a, a T-shirt for her from Fifth Live 
that she paid me for and um we we uh kind of stood around and talked about the live because she's a big uh uh kanon and suawa fan and she was actually dressed up as kanon uh for that concert um and uh uh then a, another a person i met at fourth live i think i mentioned this on that cast uh that uh, because I traveled there on the foreigner package, they put me in a hotel with other foreigners. And while we were eating breakfast, um, uh, the the very Japanese breakfast of like karage chicken and and like yeah. soup, it, it was really good. But yeah, really strange. Uh, they they came up and and we all were like, "Hey, are you American? Oh, you're American. Oh, where are you from?" Uh, uh, and he's from um, <laughs> uh, New York, I believe, or he lives in New York right now. Uh, Williams is him and. Uh, uh, yeah, he he spotted me like outside of the thing. So yeah, it was it was really strange and surreal. But like, I'm I'm hoping we can build up more, you know, uh, recognition through the podcast as well. Not just people I just kind of know, and people will be like, "Hey, are you from Anime Arcade?" But that's uh, hopefully yeah. we're hoping hopefully not too long <laughs> off, but probably yeah. a little while. So. I feel like we made a lot of good, and you know, we'll talk a little more about this maybe later. But I, I feel like we made a lot of good connections at this at this convention. I feel like we met a lot of really cool people uh, who seemed interested. There's a few that have already joined our, our discord. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to you guys. And yeah, so we should, I'm hoping so too. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? So yeah, uh, we, we got out of the art house, uh, done with that. And we went to, um, the, uh, fate go panel which was uh in one of the larger uh, rooms you can actually watch this panel on i think youtube now because they were streaming it so go check it out uh essentially it was the uh you know the people who run fate go here in the u.s uh were interviewing um the voice of saber you know the many sabers and the voice who, of uh, both Astolfo and Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah, Rumi Okuma. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, man, I can't remember Saber's voice actress name. It just left my head. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible uh, with voice actresses' yeah, names who aren't in Aquas. So it is, it is Ayako Kawasumi. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. No, sorry to people. Again, my head is filled with Aquas names. For, for those of you yelling at me. Uh, at your you know your phone or your your radio my head is like for names my head is full of awkward names uh the people who are really close to me and hentai artist that's it (laughs) (laughs) um the holy i love your priorities man i love (laughs) it uh uh, something's wrong with me (laughs) anyway anyway before i before i become too self-aware um uh, they uh yeah, so they, they interviewed the voice actresses and they were like very cute. Um, like, um, and uh, they they brought uh, I believe the uh, a couple of the producers as well for uh for Fate Grand Order. Actually, I'm sorry, it was one of them was from Studio uh, Cloverworks. Thank you, the one that who's doing the um the Babylonia adaptation anime, which uh, I'm pretty excited about, and I'm pretty sure uh, most of you out there are as well. Um. And, you know, there was, it was basically like just interview questions and stuff like that. Honestly, the only reason to really go was for the interview stuff, uh, because, uh, the announcements, if you looked ahead, you would have known what was coming. It's, it's not yeah. hard. 
but you know, I kind of kept myself in the dark, so I was excited for what was coming because uh, I, I I don't like to use my uh, clairvoyance, as they call it, um, <sighs> uh, which is also something you have in League of Legends, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, uh, they they made a bunch of announcements. There's a there was a, a guaranteed SSR role. Um, they brought um, Sherlock Holmes to Gotcha, which I mentioned before. Um, there's a bunch of like uh, stuff you can get if you log in for consecutive days, including 30 Saint Quartz if you log in for seven consecutive days. Um, the obviously the the summer events coming back. It's it's on right now. Um, eventually we'll get the the second summer event in I believe August. Um, yeah. yeah, just a just a bunch of announcements. The the unlocking of of uh, alternate costumes. Uh, the first one being Mash. For this event so if you want it uh go get it because it's only available for a limited time yeah a lot of a lot of fake ghost stuff um but mostly like the the most fun of, of that uh panel was um seeing the interactions between the voice actors and hearing them read the lines for their noble phantasms because i love those lines um <laughs> yeah just uh, just a good time and that room was absolutely packed for the fake go panel so <laughs> a lot more mobile gamers than you think uh i find it absolutely hilarious uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> no you're not wrong you're not wrong and, and the reason you found it hilarious uh you know I, I'll, I'll let you i'll let you <laughs> why you so think i think i think the biggest pop of the whole anime expo week was when they announced a guaranteed five-star role <laughs> yep <laughs> and that yeah. is unbelievable to me <laughs> because because <laughs> the, in the guaranteed five star role there's oh, how many like was it 40 or 50 45 46 yeah in in the 40s of servants that you can get now chances are if you've been playing the game since its launch you probably have a four a five star even if you're free to play like just by luck statistically speaking you have to have one so there's a chance you can get a duplicate. But if you've spent money at the game, like cough, maybe I have. Cough, maybe Logan has. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe some members of our community have. There was a really good chance you were going to get a duplicate or somebody you didn't want. Luckily, I got a duplicate that I very much wanted. <laughs> I got a duplicate. I <laughs> yeah, so, so there was a, a lot of danger. I think, didn't Phil get something ridiculous, like two five stars? Yeah, something yeah, like that. So, like, like there were certain roles that looked amazing. Um, I actually like. I love, I love watching other people do gotcha roles, and like, I watch a lot of fake ghost streamers and and YouTube personalities for that. And some of them were terrible. Some of them were really, really good. Like, oh my god, like, like two or three five stars in one role. But uh, most of them were really bad. Um, but yeah, I think uh, uh, Stephen, this is when. You were somewhat convinced to to rejoin us in in Gotcha Hell. <laughs> yes, so 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 I laughed at this big pop, and then pretty much as soon as I got out of that room, decided to just funnel some money into it. Uh-huh. And I think the fact that you did it kind of brought me into it too. <laughs> so they so got me. Jeff Jeff got a Nightingale, which I argue isn't bad. I I really love Nightingale, and I think she's more useful than people give her credit for. Uh, sure. Uh, and Steven, you got, oh, you got, sorry. I got Sanzang. Oh, yes, yes, okay. 
I used a name when you got her. That, <laughs> that is not her name. Yes, um, you did. <laughs> but to be fair, it is kind of her her unofficial name. She's Titty. She's, <laughs> she's Titty Monk. Uh, which is, if you look at her, just just go look on the Fate Go Wiki. You'll you'll see what I mean. Um, <laughs> she's she's another one of those. Um, you know, she was a male in her original story, and now she's not. Um, and it's, it, I appreciate it. I like it a lot better. This time. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, an absolute monster. Like she, she's a like a um, an assassin destroyer. Like a one hit or uh, sorry, one target Buster MP that just like she won't. It, let's call it what it is. She shoots people into a mountain. So I mean, it's it's just fun <laughs> yeah. to watch if nothing else. You know, this is such a brilliant thing that they've done because, yeah, there was absolutely, in my mind, no way I was ever going to spend money on Fate Go again. It's like, you know, I don't play the game that much, I really at all, to be honest. But uh, this whole guaranteed five-star thing is brilliant because the five-stars are so hard to come by in that game that I think the event of the guaranteed five star, all the people in the discord rolling for them, you rolling for them, Steven rolling for it, you know, seeing all of people's results. It's like, okay, I have to partake in this and see what I'm going to get. And they got 30 something dollars out of me for a freaking five star. <laughs> I, <laughs> that I'll probably not use cause I don't play the game. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I've, I've actually not, uh, I've, I've played the game every day since I started, did that, that role. Yeah. yeah. Um, that login bonus. So I even went through all of the the Bunyan event and uh, I'm now so into the, like into the summer event and it's it, I'm getting deep. It's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, man. They they really they have they've got a racket there, and you could see this was this panel was one of the most wild and attended. I mean, the people I think there were a lot of people turned away. The room was this was the biggest room I think they had, and it was packed and. Yeah, all those people you can imagine probably bought five star rolls. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. And then more people are gonna more people bought more because uh, Sherlock is an amazing support. Uh, mm. And then more people are gonna buy more because the summer event started. And then more people are gonna buy even more because the second summer event is servants we haven't gotten yet. So mm. yeah. Well, I think for me, I'm playing. I'm really enjoying Magia Record. And yeah, same. it's so similar to Fate Go that I just can't bring myself to really dive deep into both of them. And quite frankly, Magia Record for me has been a better game in general. So, um, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that more some other day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think for me, find uh, like realizing that I was still grinding daily at 4 a.m. in the morning. That's <laughs> I've got a problem now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Sith conundrum all over again. Um, <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I have to say, I after the whole idle fever that I got after the two concerts, I've been so tempted to re-download Sif, but knowing that All Stars was coming out, I haven't. Yeah, so. I'd, I'd say just wait. I mean, they might do something with Sif where they're like, "Hey, if you had a Sif account, you like link it to your All Stars account, and you'll get like I don't know this shiny uh, chica you are that's going to be useless as soon as you get other you know other stuff." But it's cute. Um, so maybe they'll do something like that, but I don't know. And to be fair, and you know, perfectly honest, um, we're not gonna get all stars for a bit. <laughs> like we just have to kind of come to that realization. Unless 
they're really really nice to us please 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 bring it like like simultaneous release would be amazing anyway <laughs> yeah because you, you've, you've got you've got you've got to realize like all stars is probably going to come out in november because yeah. the all stars single comes out in october so mm-hmm. please english <sighs> version it, same mean, day yeah. It almost it almost makes you think they're going to make us wait like another full year after that because that seems to be the the trend with these Japanese localizations that come over uh, here. But six six months to a year is is like the the trend. Yeah. Well, they're not going to make me wait. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I'll, I'll just, <laughs> I, 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 there there are ways to get Japanese apps anyway. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we digress. So from the Fate panel, we stayed in there, and that's that's when we watched the Studio Trigger live drawing, which we've already kind of gone over. Um, a lot of fun. All of the the people there were very studio trigger, if that makes any sense to <laughs> you listening. Uh, you got to see Mako sitting on Donald Trump's head e- for eating, a brief moment. Don- Mako sitting on Donald Trump's head, <laughs> eating an In and Out burger. Animal yep, yeah. Um <laughs> Animals. <laughs> and, and then we we got uh, you know footage from the game and the um, the 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 mech, the uh, new speech mech. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's it looks like it's going to be an insane and, and really fun arena fighter. It's just too, too Man, bad I'm not really into fighters. So that that director guy, I think he was the director. Uh, he was just really into the DTR. He, yeah. he just that that's all he wanted to talk about. Like, he loved that. Yeah, that's, that's the Mac <laughs> that that new to speech is in the the one where they're like the the way they operated is they like they're sitting in like a planking position or like I'm sorry, lying down in like a planking position, just like. Just like I don't know how the hell you control that fucking robot. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> apparently there's like a punch animation where you can see the like the asses of the dudes who are like stuck in the robot. It's it's very again very Studio Trigger, um, and it, their drawings were coming along nicely. However, we did have to leave early because the Faku Industry Panel was next up on the list for us, and um, unfortunately the panel didn't get started until a little late because um, they had problems uh, counting. (laughs) Uh, Which is understandable with a room that big and with that many people, but it did get to kind of ridiculous proportions. Um, But eventually we... I mean, they delayed the panel like Mm. 15 to 20 minutes just so they could fill a few seats. I mean, it was a little ridiculous. And and, and just to reiterate, the the Faku panel is probably one of the most popular panels of the week because mm. um, they they cap that about an hour and a half before it even starts yeah um so see there's more perverts than you thought in the world um <laughs> this was the industry panel uh where essentially they went over stuff that's coming out i mean obviously they they went over stuff that you know they they put out in uh, the past six months um uh i can't remember Everything that was announced, um, a lot of manga. Unfortunately, no Shindo L. Kind of bummed out about that. Um, excuse me. Um, a new book by one of my, um, like, one of my favorite artists, um, but not Shindo L., which was kind of a bummer. Uh, a new magazine, I believe they said, uh, was also coming out, was getting simul-published, uh, if you don't know. Um, much like Shonen Jump has a weekly manga series there are weekly hentai uh magazines in japan that that run hentai manga um and faku simul publishes a lot of them 
um, and they just got a new one under their belt. So if you're interested, uh, there's that. Um, I believe they announced new games. Actually, no, they did. A, they announced a game, but it's a game that everybody knew about. If you go on Faku Games, um, and to be honest, I mean most people had already pre-ordered if they were going to pre-order it. So not really a whole lot in the way of announcements. Uh, some they didn't. Anime. They did announce that that eight-bit style game that was kind of intriguing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, it's like a crazy almost survival horror arrow mm. game, which is weird. Um, <laughs> and, and done in eight-bit graphics, and and all the 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 scenes, yeah, H or otherwise, are done in like eight-bit style too. It's interesting. I mean, I don't think I'd get it, but I'd look at the preview <laughs> page for like a second. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else stand out to you in that uh This thing that stands out to me was the people in front of us in the Ahegao uh, like full body suits <laughs> yeah. that were way too interested in getting like the attention of the convention or of the people yeah, like, <laughs> in that room. That's the thing about those is like um you get you get kind of like I won't say hecklers because hecklers implies like it's a bad thing, but like you get people who like you know shout out stuff, uh, and some people have really good comedic timing. They you know they're right on the ball, and when they say something, it's you know it's relevant or and, mm. and funny, and, and like it causes like so, like you could see it in the face of the hosts like when they're saying something, and like yeah. that person catches them out, and like the whole like uh, crowd laughs because you know it was a good joke. Yeah, and then you get the people who just shout out whenever they possibly can to try and get the host's attention. And eventually you notice that the host just starts ignoring that person. That was, those were the people in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was funny that this person in particular, uh, at one point, Jacob pointed out that he was discussing new merchandise and they're actually releasing a dress shirt with that. uh, (laughs) Uh, pattern on it. Yeah. Like a high quality one at that, he says. And, he starts talking about how that uh, pattern has been, they've designed it, but it's been totally bootlegged, you know, and, and copied. And uh, I remember seeing a bunch of people in the area give the people in front of us kind of just stare at them, give them looks. Because <laughs> I think they were totally wearing the bootleg version yeah, of that or something. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, there, there were so many like Ahigao, like sweatshirts and t-shirts around the con. Like, I remember like a yeah. few years ago, the, the first time I saw it, I'm like, wow, that that's i don't think i'd ever wear that but that's a brilliant idea and now it's just like everywhere at every con i ever go to and i'm like all right i'm sick of seeing this it's crazy yeah it's everywhere i i I, it's unbelievable to me how popular that pattern is um and i've told i told i've told logan officially now if i end up (laughs) if i end up dead which i won't (laughs) it might be because i gave logan permission to shoot me in the brain if i ever wear something like that so (laughs) <laughs> although if someone wants me dead maybe you know have me pass out and put it on me although, although we're all in agreement that that dress shirt despite being ahaga powder did look really nice yes yeah yeah i, I think <laughs> i can imagine like like i think you were saying like a businessman showing up to like an interview or a <laughs> customer <laughs> meeting with that shirt like, on, look, this- looking nice they've got the suit on and everything with the dress shirt under it <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's everywhere on that dress shirt. Like the collar has a lot of the faces on it too. So uh-huh. you're not hiding that dress shirt. Um, 
So yeah, it's just and, and crazy. I guess to be clear for those of you who don't know what Ahe Gao is, it's <laughs> the faces of women. <laughs> you may be able to put this better, Carlos. You can go ahead. Yeah, I, I was I was waiting for the explanation there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the faces of of women uh, mid climax. There you go. There you yeah. go. There you go. Mid, yeah, mid out fucking standing climax. Like, yeah. Yeah, like not not. This isn't your bargain basement. Like you know, do it yourself. No, this is like no, holy like, shit. Th- this is not the like you're wondering if maybe they faked it kind of climax. This is. <laughs> this is like she, 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 like you and her maybe lost a few brain cells. Like that. that that's what's happening here. Um. I'm gonna get out of this line of conversation. Thank you. Wow. Elijah. I, I want you to know that this is probably a soundbite that's gonna go on a resume at some point, or like an interview that I have that people are like, "Did you say?" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sake!" I thought you did it very classy. I, I thought it was a very classy way of explaining it. Anyway, before I before I get any more stigmatized on our own podcast, uh, Logan, you got that for the the dubstep uh, compilation. I got you. Don't you worry. <laughs> fuck's sake uh well, moving on uh we uh we left the convention and um uh, logan threw a few pizzas that we had bought in the oven and when we got back uh we had pizza and um surprise of all surprise uh we we watched um awkward on the tv again <laughs> is this the night where we all broke down in tears because of the um the second encore mm. uh-huh. probably yeah, yeah. for fourth i think we were i think we were all crying eh. watching that. <laughs> I, I i i'd say i welled up on that one I, I did enjoy it a lot i think other moments in in awkward's history got me a little bit more but i i did like that one very good and very emotional moment very very real moment for mock wars mm. I, but I, I imagine being there in the moment would have been like ten times. Unbelievable! I think I would have. I think <laughs> I, like being there in the moment. I think I would have actually broken down. But I think just seeing you know Rikako and the fact that she just could not hold it together, and a few of the other ones too, but Rikako in particular, I was just like, you know, I'm like I couldn't. I don't know. I couldn't hold it together just looking at her face. I think, like, honestly, like I, I, I definitely I get close with Aquas a lot of times, but the only one that's really pushed me over the edge is Muse Final Life. That one, no matter how many times I watch that, that one will always get me. Which Muse one? Final Life. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, God, yeah. yeah. That, that one will always get me. Uh, not the Final Live though. No Let, let's, let's not even bring Final Live and Aquas up in the same sentence, please. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm saying not Muse's Final Live because now, eh, well, eh. we still don't know. Yeah, we still we still don't know. <laughs> um, there they will be on stage. That's all we know. Whether or not they perform, anyway. Uh, so yeah, ate pizza, watched Aquas. Uh, I introduced you guys to the Gudu Gudu Order um series of videos. So <laughs> yes, I'm, I, I'm glad you enjoyed that because. <laughs> Mord- Thank you for that. Mordred yeah. is just adorable. Uh, she just wants her. <laughs> she, she just wants her dad. Like when when I when I type that in Faco, like it's you know Chichiue. She just wants her Chichiue. Just give her our. Just give her Artoria. Just let her have the card for fuck's sake. <laughs> She's a good girl. <laughs> she freaking. Oh god, the payoff on that video was great. Yes, it was so good. Um, 
yeah. So for those of you wondering, go look up on Google, uh, Gudu Gudu Order 4, I believe it is, and and watch that and enjoy. Or or just watch the entire Gudu Gudu Order. It's subtitled. It's on YouTube. It's fantastic. Um, if you're a Fate fan or Fate Go fan. Anyway, uh, day four was uh, unfortunately the last day of the con for us. Uh, I would like to, I, I'd like to read our notes from day four, if you guys don't mind. We have notes? <laughs> well, yeah. The, the two <laughs> the notes, two notes. <laughs> our, our bullets meanwhile all these things we've talked about we've got a nice bulleted spreadsheet that logan and carlos put together um logan put together uh day four consists of woke up bunny girl senpai movie <laughs> that was day four <laughs> so yeah so we, we got to the con uh and I pretty much just immediately went to the Bunny Girl Senpai movie line. Well, because with good reason, uh, because <laughs> in the like, for those of you who didn't go to Anime Expo this year uh, or, or don't go to a con like that has an app like this one has has an app that you can schedule stuff in and you can see how many people have scheduled shit on on the app, like for certain events. The Bunny Girl Senpai mm-hmm. movie was over 5000 scheduled. Yeah. Compared, so like for context, five thousand two hundred thirty-two people added Bunny Girl to their schedule. The Fate Grand Order uh, celebration panel that was packed in a huge room had two thousand five hundred seventeen people <laughs> put it on their schedule. Yeah. Unbelievable! So this film had twice the engagement in a room um, that was maybe anything. a quarter of the size, oh, if th- even. This room was, no. uh, I think, it was three hundred max. Yeah. yeah, and this is the room we watched Fate Apocrypha in, a, like a year or two yeah. ago. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, they 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 are constantly having these big name like franchises in this tiny ass room, um, but it was a fantastic movie. It was. Yeah. Yep. I have a thought on that though. Before we talk about the movie, I I I thought about it afterwards, and maybe that's by design. It's possible that they really didn't want that many people to see the premiere because he mentions that it was an intimate setting quote uh, before the movie started, and it seemed that that was kind of intentional. So hmm. it's possible that they didn't want to premiere it to that many people because they want people to pay to see it. Yeah. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, I don't want to go over. I don't. I don't want to. We should. Yeah, talk we should about talk about the movie, especially really. since uh, it's not out in theaters yet. Just, just know that yeah. we really, really enjoyed it. I'm probably going to go see it yeah. again uh, when it comes mm. out. Um, Can we say what was on our seats when we walked into the room? <laughs> I, th- I think <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So each seat in this small, rather small room, um, we were presented with a little pack of tissues that had a bunny girl. Or rascal does not dream of a dreaming girl. A sticker on them so that, if that yeah, says anything about what this movie was yeah yeah didn't have to break my open probably could have mm. um i didn't because i didn't want to break it open <laughs> yeah right. i definitely probably could have used that. i may have used my sleeve <laughs> once or twice yeah, yeah. uh-huh especially i just, just used the, the end. i just used the really hand good, but mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, really good film. Uh, they did announce that it will be coming out uh, in the United States later this year. They didn't give an exact date, but definitely look forward mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, if you um, if you if you watch the game. show, you'll love the movie. Jeff, as someone who didn't complete the show, what did you think of the movie? I loved it. I had a hard time following it at movie. times. I think you guys gave me a good synopsis of the show before I went in, which helped a lot. 
but mm. um that 10 minute rundown was, while we were sat down yeah yeah, yeah. And it, it was pretty funny too because you you could tell the people around us were listening yeah. in and one guy even turned around yeah. and like felt like he had to put his two cents <laughs> in too like, all right man i'm just trying to give him like the the, the short and skinny of it. he doesn't need to know everything <laughs> but yeah that was cool it it was a it was a great movie yeah definitely um and then after the after the movie was over i mean we we probably could have stuck around for some more stuff but honestly after that the con was pretty much over there was nothing not really really, because the movie ended like 3 30 ish and everything was closing down at four Mm. right but but there was still like we uh we could have stuck around for like the closing ceremony or something I, th- I think that yeah, one's sure, later, sure, but sure. like, eh, I think at that point we were all pretty much just done. Um, and the closing ceremony is really hit or miss, usually miss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when was it that I ran to the dealer hall and the artist out? I think, no, I ran I to think, the dealer hall. Was that right after the movie? Yeah, I think it was right after the, no, yeah. It I had think, been. yeah, I ran to the dealer hall because I was convinced that I wanted to get a, um, a t-shirt for the concert, the Love Live in LA, uh, brand new wave concert. And with the lines that were literally wrapped around all those booths the entire time, I just walked right up to the counter then because everyone I think had had their fill of the exhibitor. <laughs> yeah. And got my t-shirt. Oh, so nice. We should also mention, uh, that uh, in this line, we met people who we had met in a previous line. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the previous line was uh, what was that for? Anyone remember? Like, um, so, so this was for Bunny Girl Senpai. I'm talking about, but it had to have been one of the later because I did, I hadn't met them before. It must it have been one of the 18 one of the plus Fakus. ones. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the Faku panels. Okay, okay, it's probably hentai worth watching. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So we have two new members of the community just just from being in line because, uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen, Jeff, and I were were in line the first time. And I was talking about with Jeff about the the interview that they'd had with Awkward's the one you know you you heard earlier, and um, uh, what do you call it? The these guys chimed in. They're like, "Are you talking about Awkward's? Did you you know you had an interview with them?" And uh, turns out these guys are huge Awkward's fans, and so naturally, you know, us being the podcast that we are, we immediately hit it off. Um, but it was it was a crazy coincidence because again they're like despite the fact that you know this was the premiere line their premiere were premiere there's not as many premiere as there are you know attendees as a whole but it's still there's a fair number and we just kind of ran into them by chance at the rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai uh or sorry rascal does not dream of a dreaming girl movie uh line um and yeah we got a couple new uh a couple new members of the uh, to the community so welcome guys and uh, uh yeah welcome hopefully that's uh psycho guru and i forget March the other March guys march yeah. yeah so welcome to the community yeah. guys we're happy to have you so um like hopefully we can get more and more uh n- not just idol fans i would love to just fill up the discord with idol fans but like we have <laughs> like, we definitely have like a, a large community of just about everything but yeah it was it was good to have to add two more people to the uh to the idol hell chat uh, and they they went to uh uh to the concert as well two days in a row so kudos and yeah and uh yeah after the bunny girl sent by movie we left 
Uh, Jeff, you left us so uh, like that night. You had a red eye. Yeah, had a flight going at it like midnight, mm-hmm. which was uh, not so bad actually. It went by much more, much better than I would have thought. I actually did sleep for a couple hours. <laughs> and we, uh, um, uh, Logan, Stephen, and I uh, hung out that night and just kind of watched stuff until we went to bed. I, I got a fantastic picture of of. You both went to bed and left the the Nikonama on. So when I got out of the shower, <laughs> yeah. there was just a Nikonama on and Steven sawing some absolute fucking logs, uh, which was which was interesting. And then you know, eventually, I just after watching it for a little bit, I, I turned it off and went to bed. Uh, next day, I think we just kind of watched some stuff while we we kind of finished up packing, cleaned up, and we just left. I mean, there was nothing really left to do. So. Right on, man. Yeah. I think um, extremely successful convention. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just- I think we've portrayed that hopefully through the dip, through the whole recap. But um, really, I felt like from a, you know, from a podcast standpoint, I think we made a lot of connections with people, uh, fans and, you know, people who work in the industry, other press people. Uh, shout out to all you guys who we communicated with. If anyone's listening. Uh, I don't want to list everybody or talk, you know, mention everybody because it would, you know, probably take a little while. But uh, shout out to you guys. Thank you. Uh, you were all wonderful. And um, yeah, uh, look forward to AX next year. And with Idle Fever running high, we're potentially going to be getting back together at some point before then. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. We're, <laughs> but, yeah. We'll see how stuff Yeah. We're, we're trying to, we're trying to work out some stuff. Uh, huge thanks to, I, I know you said you didn't want to mention anybody, but huge thanks to, um, uh, is it Junjun Riku? Uh, yeah. Who, Oh yeah. She, mm-hmm. The band I named. Yeah. Who, who helped us set up the, uh, awkward, um, interview, uh, all the questions, like help, look, not just us, but you know, press as a whole. She she really reached out to yeah. us. She's always um, kept an open line of communication with us. So thank you so much uh, for helping us out with that. And hopefully, uh, we get to do more in the future. I think that'd be amazing. Yep. Also, we dream. met uh, we met someone. I don't I don't know if I I don't know if she wants us to mention her name, but we met one of the event organizers for AX and I got to have a nice conversation with her during the ribbon cutting. Um, so look forward to potentially us having some of those guests. I think I mentioned that earlier, but, uh, we may end up, we may end up being able to pull in some, some people from the AX kind of lineup for interviews on the podcast too. So that would be kind of cool. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. But, uh, uh, that's all she wrote. Overall, guys, yeah, had a wonderful time with you guys, uh, and yeah. hopefully next year we, you know, hopefully we can get some more people dragged along from the community. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I, I mean, yeah. I think the four of us were that we should we should stick to having our room together, but there's going to be rooms next door, so you guys can come along. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I want to fill up our floor space any more than what we did yeah. at this con, but um, we just have to get a bigger place. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone lives in LA near the convention? (laughs) Oh, yeah, me too. We did at SoccerCon, didn't we? No, that was. All right, yeah. Thankfully, Phil is really easy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Definitely. Kind of a a more. Like, despite the fact that we were constantly going, 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 like a kind of more relaxed AX, which I liked a lot. 
do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, for Big sure. Time. But cool. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining us for this episode. Steven, thank you for uh, staying up late and yep. getting this recording in. Not a problem. <laughs> Yeah, big time, and, uh, man. Thanks again. Yeah. If uh, you liked what you have heard here and you would like to join us in our Discord, you can find us on our various social medias. We can get you an invite. We are on anime... or fuck. <laughs> Take two. Fuck. <laughs> 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 okay. Mm, here we go. Uh, we are on Twitter at anime underscore arcade. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade. We are on Instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade. Our email is mail.animearcade at gmail.com and our website is animearcade.net. Hit us up on any of those. We can get you an invite and you can join us in Idle Hell or Fate Go Hell or someone please join Full Metal in Fighting Game Hell. <laughs> yeah, right. Poor man is lonely. <laughs> <laughs> One more shout out before we close out. I, I had meant yeah. to mention this earlier, but the the people at the team Yage Yaki Tai or Kaga Yaki Tai, the ones that set up the whole Aqua Rainbow thing and the Kanan mm. Rail and Yosa mm. Road and all that. Um, what an, uh, you know, they were out there. They were handing out flyers. They were making sure everyone was involved. I know they did. I think it's the same group that did it last year. But kudos to you guys. That is some serious idle dedication to to put all that work in and hand out all those flyers and get that thing going and it was successful again so uh yeah thank you for that yeah absolutely well okay i think that's gonna do for this one so uh until next time thank you for listening see you at next ax yeah see you next year (laughs) bye-bye Yeah, keep it running. Keep, keep it going. Running. Keep the train going. Rolling. Chugga, 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 chugga. Rolling. Rolling to the intro. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's a sound bite. You know that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>